0: Hello everybody, welcome to a Tuesday Night Joe roundtable discussion of the Royal Rumble 2018 and NXT TakeOver Philadelphia Soft Cheese and, it's not its official name, it's not its official sponsor, um, and... Uh, do they you even own- have Philadelphia Soft Cheese in America? Yes. Do they? Correct me if I'm wrong, America. Dear America, at Jim Smorman, hashtag Tuesday Night Jaw. first question of the day, do you have Philadelphia Soft Cheese, or is it called blackburns
2: I only know that that they do because friend of the podcast Chris Brooker posted a picture of Philadelphia soft cheese in the morning. Say, and he, he went out yeah. right. He was there, and that was his. He had
0: amazing seats as well because he was he was messaging me through the show. Yeah, um, and like amazing seats on the with his back to hard camera, like three or four rows from the front. He was just messaging me going, "I, I can't believe how's this happening? I can't <laughs> believe how cool this is." Um, <laughs> and good for him. Um, he deserved a holiday, and I'm very pleased that he went out and had a nice time. Yeah. So he seemed to really enjoy himself. And he got he got to the, the ECW arena and stuff like that. Amazing. We should go there as tourists. Yeah, just as a pilgrimage. Maybe one of the days they're doing bingo. Let's just go. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Um, Anyway, um, a little explanation. Um, uh, There's meant to be three guests with me today. Um, Oh, and I forgot to say, we are on the Distraction Pieces Network. We'll get to that in a second. Um, uh, I'm so tired. Look,
2: let's be honest. This is probably going to be,
0: it's going to be brilliant because this podcast is, I'm not going to lie, Wonderful. I mean, um, it's, uh, it's
2: fine to not mention that because they've probably had to listen to my really long advert that's at the beginning of all the yeah. distraction piece podcasts. That, that when there was two things on the network, it yeah. was this nice short punchy sting. Now, no. now I list every podcast; and everyone has to listen to it every every episode. There's a forty five minute advert. Do, on another, the do
0: a new one and just make up a podcast that doesn't exist. <laughs> one of my favorite, one of my favorite things I've ever heard is is. is Noam Dar was talking about Zack Sabre Jr's music taste backstage at one of our shows when we were back at the garage I think and Noam is very funny and Noam's just getting really incredulous talking about the fact that that Sabre's music taste is quite obscure Um, and he's got excellent music taste but he has Obscure music taste, it's fair to say, and also his new theme music for us is absolutely unbelievably yeah. good um, yeah. uh, and very suitable for him. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> he's talking; he's trying to articulate the fact that he he can't comprehend the sort of music that Zack Saber likes. And he goes, he does an impression of him. He goes, he goes, yeah, my name's Zack Saber Junior. My favorite band is Sausage in a Tin. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: stop laughing. I love just- it. On 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 a recent hardcore listing podcast, Stu was saying how when they'd met Andrew Beef Johnson, the golfer who was on, there, was like it was we were backstage at, 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 at Pips' podcast in Ireland. He said, "Yeah, we were backstage, just eating and drinking beer like Nikki Six and 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 Axel Slash." <laughs> And Axel Slash just k- killed me as the best made up
0: rocker. I'm, I'm sure Axel Slash is a character in Streets of Rage, too. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. definitely. Um, I'm pretty
3: sure Axel Slash is in CZW, isn't
0: he? <laughs> 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 we well, might have been in the old uh, Ohio Valley Wrestling before people get given a decent gimmick.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, God, this is going to be a tangent filled cool podcast. You've, the, you've never got the intro
3: out the way yet. <laughs> you've got so many podcasts on the Distraction Pieces Network, you should get hardcore listing to list them.
2: <laughs> yeah Yeah hardcore listeners to top five podcasts yeah. on the
3: Distraction Pieces Network. Um
0: So anyway, we went off <laughs> Distraction Reception. Nice. Um was the top always spinning? Um So I've got two guests today instead of three. Um I'll introduce you to my two guests. You've figured out who they are by now, if you've listened to this podcast for the nearly two years it's been <laughs> on, then you know both of them are. Um uh, one of them uh one of them has the smooth, relaxing voice of a man reading the shipping forecast and the other one is Scroobius Pip so uh, (laughs) um, so anyway guests Pip hello mate hello how are you I'm good I'm going to make a serious point because there will be a lot of dicking around today but you you put out a podcast on Friday last week a bonus distraction pieces podcast about um, the recent uh, sexual misconduct and abuse uh, incidents in British wrestling which is then I think after you recorded it, it expanded to the whole world of wrestling. um, Which was uh, tremendously helpful. I listened to it when I was sat in Hull writing the other day. I thought it was fantastic. I've been recommending it to people. If you've not listened to it yet... Um, Obviously, subscribe to the Distraction Pieces podcast anyway because it's Pitt's podcast and it's wonderful. But this podcast is super helpful. Uh, Pitt was joined uh, by Bozzers, who's been on Tuesday Night Show before. Uh, Kirsty Bosley, who's a fantastic journalist. Uh, Susie, who's known as Death by Susie on Twitter, who you can see normally in the front row of most progress shows, Um, who's a great wrestling fan and a a really cool person. And Vicky Haskins, who is uh, a professional wrestler uh, slash professional wrestling manager um, and has been around wrestling since she was a kid. So um, it was... I thought it was really helpful. Loads of really good advice on there. Rather than, I think your big thing you wanted to do is make it not all about gossip and speculation, which
2: is or, or that was it. Not I helpful. All, a lot of these subjects, it's easy to jump in and have an opinion, and all you're adding is your opinion, and yeah. that's not helping much. That's kind of so. I, I hit up Bozzer's and said, "Look, we don't have to do a podcast at all, but if you feel that we can do something that will help, mm. then let's do it." And Bozzer's in particular, she spoke to the police to get to get advice. She, she spoke to victim support. She got a, a statement from Progress from you guys and Yeah. It was absolutely amazing and the reaction's been insane and the all the praise stops briefly off uh, Kirsty and Susie and, and Vicky and then continues on to the destination of everyone who's survived these mm. horrible events. However they've dealt with it, whether they've come out and spoken about it or whether they've chosen n- n- not to and that was kind of the key thing for us that we didn't make the podcast about us yeah. as such it's about the subject and it's about what can be done to move forward
0: yeah and I think yeah. um, certainly something I was speaking to Vicky Haskins about yesterday yeah. and you, you know obviously I want people to go and listen to the podcast but she seems uh, she's determined to sort of try and really make a difference going forward yeah. in, in wrestling. I know she'd spoken to John about it as well previously, yeah. and um, and I spoke to her yesterday and said, "Look, anything we can do to help, which we obviously want to do, because like we we pride ourselves on being a professional organisation that wants everybody to be happy, whether it's whether it's in the audience or whether it's backstage." And mm. we like to think nearly everybody is. Yeah. Um, and I've, I chatted to a couple of people yesterday who, you know, I, I reiterated. Look, if you've got an issue with something, I'm really approachable. Yes. Just Come yeah. to me and talk to me. So it's yeah. not hard to find you, is it? No. And and I I I, I and I will listen to everybody. <laughs> so yeah. um. So I spoke to a couple of people yesterday. A couple of people in the crowd I had a good chat with, and a, a couple of people backstage. Yeah. Who've had some issues. So I I had I had a, a positive time talking to people yesterday. But from uh, from our point of view as a company, my point of view personally from stuff that's happened in my life, I don't want any, anything like mm-hmm. that in wrestling. So um, that podcast being out there and being able to point people at that, which had so many more, rather than it just being little bits and bobs here on Twitter and people yeah. speculating. Yeah, I think exactly. everyone listened to it and got exactly to the right yeah. the right impression. From it and, did, and, so. and,
2: and and particularly what Vicky and Mark are doing with with their plans to provide a service for organisations that don't know how to getting the right checks done and all that. I, As soon as I heard that, like progress came to mind because you guys have directly experienced the speed of growth. Yep. So you suddenly had to have paramedics at shows. That wasn't something that you had to cons- consider previously. You had to go, oh, we've got big all of a sudden. We'll, we'll, we need to do certain things that take it up to a next level of, of professionalism. And some people won't know the things that they're meant to do. And what Vicky and Mark are planning to do with Conker is provide advice and ways to get CRB checks if you're a, tr- mm-hmm. a training school, to get the appropriate safety at, at, at shows and things like that. Because, yeah, it is a thing that literally two years ago, a lot of these people, or a year ago, a lot of these people were, it's me and my mates tr- tr- training at the local hall, and now you're a world-renowned mm-hmm. r- wrestling school. You, you, you're not going to know how to, to, to be... You might not know how to be the professional side of that. So, yeah. yeah. And there I There's some it, great it, advice all through. I think
0: as well, like... Wrestling in every co not just here in, in every country yeah. has always been rooted in the the carny sort of culture that it came from mm-hmm. and what's happened in the last not just in the u k but in Japan and in America everywhere wrestling over the last decade has got to be a much more professional yeah. um business than it was before at the top end and But is, there's still yeah. stuff that isn't and yeah, you know. it's time
3: for i think it's probably time for sort of governing bodies local local authorities borough even just like at the very local level like borough councils to take an active interest in yeah. people who are working on their patches mm. yeah I agree um, and actually get things regulated and licensed yeah
0: um, so yeah so listen to listen to Pip's bonus podcast that yeah. came out last uh, last Friday it is great um, uh, so I, I would heartily recommend listening to it it's very helpful um, uh, in other news Pip you watched a lot of wrestling and a little load of stuff over the weekend how much sleep have you had in the last two days
2: um Around uh, or under eight hours over yeah. the last two days because I had my club night on Saturday night, which meant I couldn't watch NXT live. So I got in at four, then set my alarm for eight to watch NXT because I then had to drive to Progress because I've missed like two Progresses in a row. I can't can't be having this. Yeah, we we wouldn't talk to you if you'd have missed this. Spot. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <It's> three strikes <laughs> and you're out. I know how it worked. Made this podcast very quiet. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been <laughs> awkward. Um, and then, yeah, and then drove home and, and, and watched and watched uh, the Rumble. And, yeah, it's been a lot of wrestling, but joyous. Yeah. And then slept briefly and came to London. I mean, you did say,
0: <laughs> um, uh, my other guest, if you haven't guessed by now, is my business partner um, and uh, chief cyborg of progress, John Briley. Now, um, John, Pip did say he's quite tired. If you're going to go into full velveteen dream alistair black essay mode he's just going to use that half hour to catch up on some sleep
2: yeah i said can you let me know which match john's written an essay on just because i want to hear it but i can catch up on that excellent noted um but i can catch up but i thought i can catch up on that tomorrow so i'll just have a nap during that bit oh
0: god um uh, so rude (laughs) um I, I, i now warning spoilers um, I'm going to talk about something that happened in progress yesterday. So, um, if yes. you're waiting for it to go up and on. Well, it up on, on demand, job, Let's not do that. Um, he seems in a good mood for the, this time of day so far. Um, so, um, why do you break mic stands every time you get into the studio?
3: I, I don't know. God,
2: <laughs> Come on. What's this, what's this issue at the moment?
0: It,
3: it's, it's just. It's slightly floppy, isn't it? The equilibrium's a bit off, I think. Like the balancing point of the oh god the f- can you use the word fulcrum I really like that word see I
2: normally think that they're better at the f- I, can't, I tend to agree I'll
3: just hold good it good. Oh, that. Yeah. I feel right, like that I'm, I'm going to do this like Liam
2: Gallagher <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm loosening it I think I'm loosening
0: it <laughs> there was a time when we we had a progress show where the ring crew kept coming to tighten the ropes <laughs> and they kept and they kept we go. Oh, no. so the ring crew kept coming to tighten the ropes on the progress shows um, and they tended oh, to tighten i got no idea they sorry, tend to tight. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm padding my YouTube dick about. Um, uh, they tend to, they tend to tighten the ring ropes between every second match. And what was happening is they were going around and tightening them, but one bloke was going around and loosening them because he didn't realise which way to tighten. So, <laughs> so they just, kind of, so just so they just so one guy was cancelling out and after every match. Going, why are the ropes still dead loose? Um, and and that's why. So we've had no luck here. We had no oh, luck. Oh, that's better. Oh, no. that's better. How's know, that? Let me let me check
3: this is live level checking yeah, it's good it's good right. anyway
0: sorry so um spoiler for the progress <laughs> show yesterday um the progress show yesterday, lots of stuff occurred um uh, t- uh t- was a fun show um but uh i I think we had my favorite match in progress history yesterday, yep um which is high praise. Uh, And I love all different types of wrestling, but if you're a regular Tuesday Night Jaw listener, then you will know one of my favourite matches of all time is Ishii Shibata from the G1 in uh, 2012, I think. Um, And um, we had that yesterday, but longer. And in a company that I co-owned with my mates, uh, uh, which was Volta against Timothy Thatcher in our main event. And um, for a match that, if you unpack it, didn't have anything, there was nothing... There was no... I think anyone went to the top rope at any point in the match. It was a little bit on the outside. It was just two lads having a scrap. And it's... And watching... I always watch the crowd reaction stuff. There was no daft crowd chants during it. People chanted for each guy and chanted for Ringkampf and chanted Das's progress because of the German thing. But there was no daft crowd chants or anything like that. It was just... People just stopped and it, watched.
2: It had my favourite bit of quiet cr- cr- crowd reaction because yes. it, it, for people who don't know, they're both from the same faction. Yes, um, and there's not a rivalry. It's nope. a, just they, they're going together to pit their their skills against each other. Yes, it's yeah. a group based on sporting excellence and competition. Yes, exactly. So, so it was, it was, which it was, is very German as well. Isn't yeah, it? it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and there was just one person in the crowd near me who was their first time and that match was going on oh John's mic yeah, we, let's just ignore John's mic and you um, keep talking Pip we'll just it, take John it, out <laughs> so yeah there was one person who was it, it was their first time and he turned to his mate because it's a very brutal match yeah. and obviously you guys smash it on storylines and all that your videos recently the the Flash one I think was awesome and all this but he was like so, so what's their rivalry he said to his mate and so, and so what's the rivalry and everyone went I think it's um, it's because he used his music <laughs> <laughs> and, and they weren't joking at all it was a genuine because they walk out to the same music they thought the, in, the t- intensity and, and fury was because it's because he used his music
3: I'm having that <laughs> it's brilliant isn't it Right, Mike, position three here. How's this for levels, Jim? Yes,
0: that works perfectly. It's good. It looks... It's completely accidentally ended up in that position. Yeah. Yeah. But it was working, mate. I think you might be all right. Um, But yeah, that main event is... uh, I mean, John's going to get people asking him for it for the next few days. Um, But good Lord, it was good. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, And uh, always, I go away from every show, please, but when you've had a main event like that, it just... people. it's, it's, It's legit if... I know that people, because we've got a lot of people who like us in America, and, and obviously because we're in Australia and stuff now as well, um, we've got people who like us all around the world, and I think it's the sort of thing that, it's a match that's that good that people will hear about it, seek it out, and then hopefully enjoy the, everything the company has offer. And, with,
2: and so. it blew away a friend of the network, R- Rufus Hound, who's been on the Stop and Search podcast mm. and the Distraction Pieces podcast, yeah. so it was great just seeing him after, it was like, that's the best wrestling I've ever seen in my life, It's like, yeah, you should it's What's it's taking weird. you so long mate it's weird because like, I have Rufus's name tattooed on me which
0: is an odd story do you um, yeah so on my, my post it note tattooed on my top of my arm when mm-hmm. I, I was trying to get Twitter followers so I said when I got to 5,000 Twitter followers I'd get some of their names tattooed on me so I've brilliant. got three um, three of my followers uh, and I've also got Al Murray and Rufus Hound because they were the people who retweeted it the most and brilliant. helped me get the followers brilliant Um and I've known Rufus because Rufus used to do stand-up so yeah. I've known Rufus for ages last time I gigged with him was at a charity gig in Wolverhampton it was one of the worst gigs I've ever done really. And, um, but he was just a super nice dude Yeah, and didn't know he liked wrestling until he tweeted about us the other week and, and we invited him to the show uh, and now he's going to be very much like you, and, every and there every show. But you know, it's it's nice. It was nice that he was. He's got a lot of Twitter followers, and it was nice that last night he was tweeting about us when we got such a big year ahead. Yeah. So um, good on him. And forgotten what a lovely fellow he was as well because yeah. he he wanted to talk to me about wrestling for like half an hour afterwards, yeah. which I always enjoy. Um, wonderful, uh, lovely. So um, so anyway, <clears throat> guest so far: Scooby's Pit, John Briley. Um mm. The third guest today was meant to be <laughs> uh, was meant to be Ginny now uh, I'm, I'm going to break the fourth wall a little bit here and tell you about uh, what's happened here so Ginny uh, is already injured herself, she has a fractured hand uh, is that that's correct isn't it? Um, which is why she wasn't on our show uh, yesterday in a wrestling capacity, but yes. was on the show in a performing capacity with a very very good promo now um Obviously, wanted to get Ginny on because we're talking about the first ever Royal Rumble show that's got a women's Royal Rumble on it. Um, however, half an hour before we were due to get to the studio, so I didn't unfortunately have any time to get a replacement, um, Ginny had to pull out. Now, the reason Ginny had to pull out, and again, um, if you don't like having the fourth wall broken, maybe stop listening for a couple of minutes. Um, Ginny's other half is Pastor William Eva. Um, he was injured on our show yesterday in quite a, t- quite a scary bump, went for a dive over the top rope, which we've seen him hit loads and loads and loads of times. Uh I think he caught his foot,
2: caught his foot on the way knee. up caught his knee caught his knee on the way up
0: um, and then uh, landed face first on our wooden floor in the electric ballroom with a very horrible thud and you know it's a bad bump when everyone in the ballroom kind of went oh no mm. and, and stopped chanting or, or, or messing around everyone was just like and the guy stood next to me Nick who's the guy who, who sits in the seat near where I stand just said ah he should stop the match really shouldn't he uh, but people just want to kind of yeah Carry on, wrestlers do. Um, so, John, you can fill us in on what's actually happened with Pasta, um, who, uh, of course, is a friend of Tuesday Night Jaw. And, and my interview with Pasta, which you can get on uh, on on the feed, is is one of the, my favourite things I've ever done with this podcast. So, yes, um uh, So, what's 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 happened with him?
3: So, yeah, as soon as the as soon as the match uh, finished, mm-hmm. Pasta uh, obviously went backstage with Roy. Um, Pasta and Roy are friends. Mm-hmm. Um, he sat for a little while uh, and then roy drove pastor and uh, chuck mambo who was hanging around backstage yep. um and the three of them went off to the nearest hospital pastor got checked out got scanned turns out he's torn his quad
0: um so now this is a sad story that he tore his quad um But Pastor has a very good sense of humour. So how did you how did you greet when he told you that he tore his quad? What did you send him?
3: I sent him a gif of Kevin Nash.
0: Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Because sometimes people think John is a humourless person. (laughs) Like he told me he'd done that. I was like, oh good god. But um, Um, yes,
3: so he's torn his quad. He's also dislocated his finger, which was pretty obvious if you saw his hand near this time. Incredibly, having broken his fall with his own face, he um, he doesn't have a concussion.
0: Yeah, which is good. Which it's is amazing. which is great, yeah.
3: yeah. Must have a skull made of iron. Mm. Um, but he, uh, as I say, he got scanned, got checked out by the specialists last night, mm. got booked in for surgery immediately, and he's having surgery, got booked in immediately, and he's having surgery today. Mm-hmm. Which is why Ginny's not here. Which is why Ginny's not hidden.
2: here. Yeah. Well, uh, one of my highlights of, of, of the internet uh, last night was a tweet from uh, Roy Johnson saying this is going to be... Oh, Oh, this has been one of my most memorable rumbles and it was him, Mambo um, and Pastor William Eve are, are watching it on a phone yeah. in the hospital which again is beautiful it is that beautiful thing of it's contests it's rivalries it's whatever else but it's the fact that Roy was insistent on helping Pastor get out the, like, mm. carrying him out the back with the guys all that it just shows what Well the they they well they came up together through yeah. what yeah.
3: was previously the project they are genuine mates they travel yeah. together along with, with Mambo mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and various others um, and yeah, absolutely, they look after. It. Uh, an earlier tweet from that same evening was that they got pizza delivered to the hospital. Good lads, yeah. good lads. Uh, and, I th- and 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 a later tweet was
2: Chuck saying, a, a "Thanks for not a, a tagging me in the photo, Roy." <laughs> 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 trying trying I, to help everyone out and lift everyone up.
0: I mean, I, there, there is a slight. There, a lot of people are getting injured at the minute, which is um, is. I think is a a knock on effect to the fact there's more wrestling than ever before Mm -hmm. in the United Kingdom which means people are working more and everybody works because everyone's a professional everyone wants to get noticed everyone works at 100% all the time there's no off days there's no um, you know there's no uh, phoning it in which is an admirable thing, but it does also mean that everyone's getting hurt. I uh,
3: think, I think, uh, sort of an addendum to that is also that uh, because there are more and more shows yeah. running, there are more and more full time wrestlers, mm-hmm. which yeah. means that the people who are only previously working once or twice a weekend yeah. they don't have those five days yeah. to recover during the week because they're working five shows a week. Of course, course.
0: Yeah. yeah. And uh, I am ironically wearing my kid Lycos like uh, t shirt today, which is the uh, Lycos's like version of Operation where you can see all the injuries that he's got. Brilliant. But if you think just off our roster, how many people are carrying injuries at the minute. Obviously Ginny, now Pasta, uh Kid Lycos, like Eddie Dennis has got a torn pectoral muscle. Um,
3: uh, Millie. Millie Obviously, McKenzie, missed out on, on our show. show. Yeah. Uh, she yeah. has a, a problem with her heel or her ankle. A burst capsule. The burst synomium c-
0: uh, cy- capsule? I mean don't try and guess if you don't know, mate, you're not
3: It was something like that. <laughs> Um, It's been a long time since I was a GCSE doctor.
0: Yeah. uh, Wow, you did that in your school. Yeah. We did GCSE car crime. Um, (laughs) um, So so that I could treat you. Yeah, (laughs) with very different people. Um, uh, So, yeah, there's a lot of people carrying knocks and stuff at the minute, which is, um, and and the thing that I think I want to get across as a promoter is don't, don't work out. like if someone turns up to our show yeah. and they, they don't look right
2: I'd tell them not to work well that's the problem as well I think there's because of the way the scene's blown up and the added exposure is there's not really any small small gigs anymore no so it is that kind of thing where in, in the old days of WWE you'd kind of they'd go easy on the house shows and they'd save the big mm. the big bumps for Mania or whatever else and this It's like every every show's a big everyone's going all out 100% every show yeah, and there is
0: there is no house shows isn't there? yeah exactly um, and which which we like to adopt as our catchphrase <laughs> when yeah. we do shows overseas we like to say no house shows because yeah. but at the flip side of that it's like it is hard if you're if you're someone like uh, and it, again he's not someone who's carrying an injury and someone who's miraculously fully fit all the time someone like Travis Banks yeah. who works more than most wrestlers and at an intensity because he's the most intense human being in yeah. the world yep um uh, it, you know it's if you work at his level of intensity all the time um, it's you've got to really look after yourself to not get hurt someone like him or El Ligueros or someone else is always working as well you know what I mean it's like it's that thing of if you're working constantly, how do you how do you stay healthy? Especially if the, the travel as well sucks. Yeah. But if you're sat in a car for four hours and then you have to
3: go, yeah. It. Like I guess like I'm no physio or anything like that, but yeah, I, mean, I knew that v- from what you said about the ankle before. Okay. <laughs> fair. entirely fair point. Um, but yeah, if you're doing five shows a week and you're spending another even six hours a day on average in the car. Mm. When do you go to the gym? When yeah. to to strengthen and make sure you don't get injured. Yeah, like it's a, it's kind of a, like a vicious circle.
0: Yeah, from a lot of the wrestlers I follow, they go to twenty four hour gyms at like two in the morning. Yeah. But that can't be healthy. Well, no, I mean, like I think I have most of my conversations with Travis Banks at, because I don't really sleep at like two in the morning. Where I'll be I'll be <laughs> sat all writing it, and he'll just send me a message on Facebook going, You up, bro, yeah, clearly, <laughs> just because he just doesn't sleep." That and the it's... fact that he's he has pre workout instead of blood. Um, <laughs> right, let's talk. Uh, takeover and the Royal Rumble, and we and we do uh, we pass on our, our best wishes to obviously to Ginny who's carrying Ninja herself, um, uh, who will try and get on a future podcast, and uh, to Pastor William Eva uh, with his surgery today. So, if you want to send them good wishes, then do via social media. So, um, yeah, takeover first, then the Royal Rumble. Um, I uh, have just managed to watch Takeover today um, because I have had a fairly busy weekend. Um, I. I always enjoy TakeOver. Mm. I feel I'm predisposed to enjoy TakeOver anyway because I, I don't recall there ever being a bad one.
2: Yeah,
0: 100%. Um, and then the Raw Rumble is my favourite pay per view. Yep. Because it's the Raw Rumble. And I'm, I'm quite tempted to go to it next year. But I don't know if we've already <laughs> arranged dates for next year or whether or not we'll clash. We have. Uh, uh, do we clash? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I really wanted to go to Phoenix. <laughs>
3: I mean, we could change
0: it. Okay. <laughs> Don't put it in your diary yet, guys. Um so um we'll start with TakeOver. Um I I enjoyed ta- I enjoy TakeOver a lot. Um uh, I, I think there's there's one absolutely amazing standout match on there, um yeah. which is I mean my review of that is gonna consist of me saying, I told you so for five minutes. Um and then, um, and then were, everything else on it was good, you know. And uh, there's there's very little criticism I've seen of it online, short of you know a, a couple of clunky moments in one match. Like everything seemed to be be pretty positive. We'll, yeah. we'll do it. We'll do it. Match by match as usual. Yeah. Um, NXT tag team titles. Uh, uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. I nearly called them Kyle Fish and Bobby O'Reilly, which is mm-hmm. a, which is their knockoff tag team. Yeah. Um, that's operating all, all across the US independent scene at the minute, um, <laughs> uh, uh, against a, a now babyface uh, authors of pain. Um, I've never seen any of their written work. Just bothers me. <laughs> like
3: It's mainly self-published on, e- on like e-books. Oh, is I was going to say it's all audio books. Yeah. <laughs> <They're essentially laughs> Just that pod- cover
0: and razor
2: going, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, <clears throat> I I... Um, I like authors of Pain a lot, but I also really like uh, Fish and O'Reilly because of their, mainly they work in New Japan, where yeah. I, I absolutely adored them. Um, so uh, it, it, it seemed going into this, I was like, I don't know how they're going to work on a big stage as baby faces yeah. of Pain because they've once you're a babyface, you have to sell. Yeah. The only the only time I can think of baby a a, a, a huge heel team or huge monster team that managed to get away with being baby faces without ever really selling very much was the road warrior slash legion of doom yeah. uh, who notoriously you couldn 't if you pile drive hawk it just popped straight back up yeah when when that was a move that killed people yeah. he just popped straight back up and didn 't care Whatever. Um, also they invented zubers, which I think we 've covered before yeah. um, <laughs> what a what a legacy yeah, one of the greatest tag teams of all time invented zubers um so it 's weird seeing authors of pain selling, but I think in some ways because of the they're both legitimate fighters and yeah. legitimately nails. So I think for them to come in and in their first run not have to sell, because selling's the I think selling's the hardest part of wrestling. Selling well is the hardest part of wrestling. Being able to do moves and throw people about
2: completely you and can do it, that it, it, it's what too many people don't realize that it's what makes the best wrestlers is his why Flair and Shawn Michaels are talked about as yeah. the all-time best well, they what, can sell like no one else what
0: well, well, someone like Ricky Steamboat yeah. built a career off the fact that he used to watch boxers how boxers were getting knocked out and he used to echo that so yeah. he'd sell differently to everybody else yeah. he was selling uh, people copied him in the end but when he was when he first broke in he was selling very differently to all mm. the people sold um and i think because they've now got the experience and had a good run as heels, they've actually learnt to sell, and they're selling. Their selling's decent. I, yeah. I think the the way the match finished with it being a roll up is the is the most believable way for two
2: guys who were smaller than them to beat them I, yeah, with I, cunning. I, I was really impressed with the finish because hmm. I believed it was a mistake. I believed a, a, a botch yeah. as, as as he stumbled back, and then they got the roll up off the back of that. So that was clearly actually the plan. Kind of end. I was like, that was great because I was like, oh. I've messed that up oh no yeah <laughs> they want me to think they messed that's, that's that's part of the story I was <laughs> like what? Well, wonderful there was, there was a moment in Volta
0: and Thatcher yesterday where um Volta reverses a, a, a very sort of amateur wrestling suplex yeah. in mid air and lands on Thatcher Yeah, and a guy next to me went oh, did that go wrong I went I don't mm, think so nope. I think they yeah. legit meant to do it because everything in it looked like a fight even a the crazy. reversals made it look like a fight which is yeah. yep. um, I'm going to stop banging on about that match because it's so yeah. good
3: um, it will be on demand progress in a few days
0: thanks mate I'll watch it again repeatedly um, so um, I, I, I think I can see Authors of Pain ending up on the main roster probably sooner rather than later because yep. I think they have very much like the Revival had done, they've done they've done everything they've done everything they to do yeah. in NXT let's move them up um, and you know, and I can see. I think what would be interesting when they're moved up is the the size of the roster in NXT in terms of height yep. is noticeable when people move up. Yeah. So you know, move, skipping a little bit ahead to to the Rumble when um, when Adam Cole entered the Rumble, I was like, I remember thinking, he's not that short. Yeah. Right, and it's the same with the revival. You mm. look at the revival and go, "They look tiny." But they look like... tiny, and really and t- it's and it's just because there's a lot of people who are on the, the main roster who are just dead tall. Yeah. Um, that will change over the course of the next decade as as the NXT influence counts more and more. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't think Akam and Razor
3: are massively tall. No, um, they're big. They're big lads. Razor's right. the taller one, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Razor's uh, about Razor. Sorry, is about. uh I know, a couple of inches taller than me, and I'm 6'1. Yeah. yeah. But they're not. They're not but they look like
0: giants in yeah. in, mm. in NXT, but they're uh, they're not. Um, so um, and, and and constantly wear football shirts.
3: Both of them or just one of them? Both of
0: them constantly wear different teams football <laughs> yeah. shirts yeah. all the yeah. time when not wrestling. Yeah, um, uh, um, uh, so yeah, um one of them's a massive one of them's a massive Ajax fan, um, uh, which is which is pretty cool. Um what was interesting uh, at the back end of of this match is they showed War Machine, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, friends of friends of progress, and yeah. genuinely just friends of ours because they're two of the nicest human beings in the world. Yeah. Um, one of my favourite car journeys I had last year was with uh, Hanson and Rowe in my car, and them getting really excited about an M and S in a services. Yeah, like, like so excited. Brilliant. Um, lovely, lovely, lovely chaps. Um, and and again. They're, I mean they're massive in indie wrestling terms when you stand next to them you're like God they're huge but they're not they're not super super they're similar sort of size to, to Authors of Pain I yeah. think yeah. Um, I'd love to see War Machine Authors of Pain because I think it would be big lads murdering each other Yeah,
3: you could see that perhaps being the takeover at WrestleMania weekend being maybe. a sort of showcase type match introduce one tag team move yeah. another one up
0: maybe um, uh, but I think I think War Machine will do and they've they've, they've, they've they mentioned all their signings a lot during the show, mm-hmm. and I, I like the fact that um, that they they've signed people and gone. Look, this is a really big deal. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, it's hard for us as wrestling promoters because everyone off the Indies is getting signed now, yeah. uh, so it's it's making it harder and harder to to do things like Super Strong Style. But you know, there's still great people out there. Um, but um, War Machine being signed. That's a big marquee sign-in for yep. the tag division. Ricochet being signed is huge. EC3 being signed is huge. I really
2: liked how huge the reaction to that was because I really rate EC3. And mm. where I've since seen him in his TNA run p- become completely enamored for the indie scene, I'd not really thought about him. It, it felt that all the hype I was seeing was about Ricochet and War Machine being signed. Yeah. I was glad that the, the reaction... because. He's completely different. Well, to of I don't think they announced EC3, have they? No, yeah, that's I, it, yeah.
0: I also don't think so with Ricochet, War Machine and Candice. Yeah. They're all going to the Performance Centre. Yeah. I don't think EC3 will. Right. Because he's been there for ages already. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think he needs to. So I think his signing like a Bobby Roode signing. Or, or a McIntyre. Or guy. a McIntyre, yeah. I think. Yeah. So, um but it's just, not I think it's nice that they, uh, they bring, the, the WWE, know that there's fans like ourselves who want to know when people have been signed. So mm-hmm. they do reveal it. Sometimes it's nice to have a surprise. Like when they when AJ Styles came out, that was great. Or oh, when Adam, Adam Cole turned up in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's nice to have a surprise from time to time. But knowing that it's probably going to be three or four months before you necessarily see them on TV depending mm-hmm. on, on how they hit the ground running I think it's, it, it's cool that we sort of kept in the loop like that yeah. and it's nice they made a big deal out of it during the show um, little mention we should do uh, at the minute is for the NXT awards um, which uh, are now known as the uh, Alistair Black Asuka and uh, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate Awards (laughs) based on um, I I genuinely don't know who's won what so uh, match of the year was uh, Pete Dunne versus Tyler Bate at NXT TakeOver Chicago excellent Um, so you won't have seen Pete's interview he did nope. on the NXT Takeover pre-show. Yeah. Uh,
3: I think it's worth pointing out again that mm. we had a show yesterday. Oh, of course, yeah. And uh, there's a lot. Of, it, it's not just a case of turning up at eleven o'clock on a Sunday yeah. and just oh, running a show. Oh, good, especially Completely. not for you with right. all the
0: stuff you do, mate. So, uh, and I was in. Um, I was in Plymouth as well. Uh, the night yeah, before. Yeah, so I finished
3: watching Takeover forty minutes before we started recording. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> so. Um, yeah, the, Pete sits down in his uh, in his smart suit with his scarf on and his title belt, um, uh, doing uh, one of the sort of pre-show panel interviews, uh, and he just says, uh, "Yeah, I'll wrestle anyone. Just bring, bring Brock Lesnar. I don't care." Uh-
2: <laughs> right. So loved, uh, it. loved it.
0: All the best. Um, <clears> so Wembley. <clears> it, it was quite nice. <laughs> it was quite nice balance. that... People were giving... Because all the pictures of Tyler with the award is him smiling and being nice, Tyler. And then all the pictures of Pete is just Pete being miserable. He Pete miserable, it's great. Um, yeah. uh, with his hair down. He's got lovely hair when he takes it down. Um, not quite James Drake level lovely.
3: Of kind of... Whoosh. Yeah. I am... I, acc- I don't know what the right word is. No, I, <laughs> I don't have hair.
0: Mark Haskins put a picture up this week of him uh, where he looked like a lion. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, he always looks like a um, lion. And then I, I was talking to him and Jimmy Havoc and Vicky Haskins backstage yesterday and I went oh look uh, it's the Lion and the Witch of the Wardrobe which <laughs> Jimmy has to be the Wardrobe um, <laughs> that is incredible yeah I know I I um, so that's their stable name um, <laughs> it's not. Uh, next Maverick match is now.
2: Uh, can I just quick say I, yeah. I, I love the the, the the writing or the, the, the storytelling of this match and the fact that Fish and O'Reilly used Submission-heavy attack because mm. BJJ traditionally was the size eliminator. Yeah. It, it, it meant it didn't matter who's big and who's small because you've got submissions. So it make it brings everyone to the same level. Because I was the same. I was like, I love fish and I Roller but I don't know how they're gonna mm. tell this story against these absolute m- monsters. I think that the the, the, as, the as 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 the heels yeah. against these monsters, it's like it doesn't work. But the unwritten story,
0: The unwritten story there, of course, is that both of authors of pain are BJJ experts yeah. as well, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so. Uh, I'm it was probably quite good fun to work that match out. Um, I'm also
2: still stunned at Ranallo's, um reserve and, and 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 holding back on the fact because a thing I love about O'Reilly is he uses palm strikes. Yeah, and that was essentially invented by Ronello's podcast partner Baz Rutan because yeah. in 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 Pancras you weren't allowed a closed fist, so he invented palm strikes that he, kn- he knocked people out with. Yeah, and again, it's something that I hope gets across more to the wrestling community because sometimes they look a bit like he's just slapping him but he, re- he realised that a closed fist you've got yeah. the, the, the bending of, 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 of your wrist to take a lot of impact out if it's a palm you're just ramming a bone into their face so is, it's a more brutal strike and yeah well, like, it's, I've well, been amazed like, that Manella hasn't gone on and on about Bars Root and the inventor of the palm strike well, and all this well Liger's used it for years as a yeah. palm yeah. strike as a finish it's so, great yeah. it's a great um, strike don't tell Walter. Anyway. God's sake,
0: people <laughs> um, uh, uh, Second match uh, was Velveteen Dream uh, defeating uh, Cassius Ono. Um, this was... Um, th- th- the only criticism I saw on the show was people saying that the, the finish of this was a little bit clunky just because uh, Velveteen trying to get Ono up for... Yeah. But first of all, Ono's a big lad. Second of yeah. all, I wouldn't want to be in the situation where you've got 10,000 people watching you wrestle and sometimes stuff... Sometimes stuff doesn't quite go to plan. the yeah. the The way to deal with it is to get on with it, um, and still go to you know, go to the correct finish, which it looked like they did. It just it took him a couple of attempts to get something, up, someone up for a move. Now, to me, people complaining about that, like, "Oh, he couldn't get him up for a move," it's really like, and then blaming one side or the other for it. Well, that's silly. That yeah, stuff it's happens. Yeah. It's fine. Um, you know, and also it's meant to be a struggle. If everyone just perfectly goes up for stuff all the time, then where's the believability in wrestling? Yeah, so I, I get that. I, I get that sometimes people like to revel in, in in botches in inverted commas and stuff like that. But I don't think it's really a botch. It's just it's just you know one dude's heavy.
3: If that's the worst thing on the show, yeah, 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 absolutely. awesome. Yeah, you know what I mean.
0: It's it's just one thing. It's a shame when it's a shame when anything like that. Is something that's going into the finish because then people do tend to remember it more. I yeah, yeah.
3: I, I felt like Velveteen's, he's obviously a lot less experienced than yeah. Cassius. Yeah. I th- it showed a little bit, I yeah. thought, in the match here and there. I um, know, oh it's just, he's the best.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're slightly biased because, I mean, Cassius has a very big history in progress um, and also he's a friend. Yeah. I, I, like, I, I, I love him. <laughs> like, he's one of my favourite wrestlers of the last sort of 10-15 years Um, and if I could change one thing about NXT it would be that he would be at the very top of things because I think he's absolutely amazing Um, but he is still a pierce two takeovers in a row he's been on I know he's been beaten but he's still on there's only five matches on these takeovers Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of people in NXT you only have to go to NXT TV taping to realise how
2: big their roster is it's massive Um, so um, I was really pleased when the Gargano um an Ono match happened because I'd felt being having seen Ono in progress and things like that I was like I know how amazing he is and I felt you hadn't really got to see that mm. to it's full effect on NXT you did in that match um, and in that match you really <laughs> did <laughs> and that was kind of a see that's that's, yeah, <laughs> that's
0: yeah. it that's the guy that's, that's why, why we really, love yeah. him yeah. Mm. yeah. he's um he's great and he's uh, He's an experienced dude I think he's You know He's a, he's only a couple of years Younger than me And he's mm. 20 years In the business yeah. yeah And he's You know Guys like him are, are brilliant to have around Certainly at places Like the Performance Centre Where they're only Going to yeah, pass stuff completely. on You know I know that when we went To a lot of the NXT house shows Last year um, And they put in With someone like Cesar Benoni who's, Yes um, that's right Who's the Brazilian wrestler Who were mm-hmm. in the NXT awards One of the ones They didn't televise Was the, the sort of Next sort of Future rising right. star And I can tell you Having spent time With, with that guy not only does he look an absolute million dollars, he's yeah. about six foot six, yeah. um, ripped, ripped to bits. It has a BJJ background as well, um, but is nice and wants to listen and wants to learn. And I remember uh, being at one of the XT house shows and him just wanting, he wasn't even wrestling, just wanting to sit and listen and talk to people and he's a good dude. Um, uh, so, But that's, people like Cassius are passing on their knowledge to him and yeah. people like Roderick Strong will be passing on their knowledge to him because, you know, there's... Whilst people always want to hear about the horror stories in wrestling of, of people protecting their spots and politics and stuff like that, someone like Cassie Zono is the sort of person who just sits you down and goes, Okay, here you go, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you how to how to get better. So yes. um I, I, I do think we need to address this and, and, and we know, um, because of many conspiracy theories that WWE do listen to this podcast and often in in particular your ideas, yep, rip, yep. they yep. steal. Um <laughs> 100%. Now Allegedly. 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 <laughs> um so um They've not listened to us about calling his finisher the Purple Rainmaker.
2: Yeah, I don't like it. I still can't can't get aboard of it. It's
0: I get what it's a brilliant pun. Let's 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 be completely yeah, comfortable with yeah. that.
2: But the Rainmaker it, is do any rain, move that's got a rip called and make it the Purple yeah. Rainmaker go ahead. But it's it's and it's it's going off the top ropes. So there's tons of stuff you can use that rain is associated with yeah. drops. You know all sorts of stuff falls shower. The Purple Raindrop. Yeah, the purple, purple rain raindrop. raindrop. There you go. Yeah, the purple rainfall. Anything, the purple rain stall, Any, any of these. Who's got the best elbow drop
0: in NXT? Is Ooh. it, is it Velveteen or is it Kyrie? Sane? I mean, I know what my vote is. Well, you lads, us go first. Velveteen. I'm going Kyrie. So you got the ty- You got the, t- the the deciding vote. Pip.
2: Right now, he's I need some specifications.
3: Oh, he's, here. he's rolling his shoulders and cracking yeah, his Because. His
2: at normal speed or in slow motion, because Velveteen flying through the air in slow motion is one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life. That yep. is the the peak of human excellence. But mm-hmm. I do love the Kyrie again. It, it the only, in fact, I'm going to go with Velveteen because the Kyrie one she tends to have to have them inexplicably sit up for it, and then she reflattens yeah. them. Okay. On a lot of it, so it's like I've I've always had slight frustrations frustrations with moves where the opponent has to get into the position for them. Um, Inexplicably, <laughs> any, any form of rope hung move, I yeah, always get exactly. I'm always like, come on, man, just don't, d- just don't do that. Um,
0: now, Velveteen is still, he's still meant to be a heel, right? Yeah, <laughs> he's really over. I know it's Philly, so without wishing to use the WWE excuse of this crowd's insane and not like normal, um, <laughs> Philly is. Philly is a nuts pl- I mean, Philly's yeah. one of the best cities for wrestling in a city. I'm desperate to watch wrestling in, absolutely desperate to go and watch wrestling. I'm very jealous of anyone who was at the Rumble or TakeOver or, or any of the other events because I know various other companies did shows, indie shows, didn't they? I? think Beyond did one. Uh, House of Hardcore did one, yeah. I think, um, in the ECW arena. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I'd, I'd love to see all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, um, so I know it's a slightly different crowd in that they really don't like baby faces. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. But at the same time, everyone else was kind of getting the, the, the right reaction to what they should be getting. I think... um, I think Velveteen was one of... Certainly the first part of the show was more over than anybody else. Yeah. And yeah. he's a heel. And I think that's part of his his just natural charisma. He's one of the most charismatic... If he... If he looks after himself and 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 doesn't go off the rails in any way or anything like that. He will absolutely be, be a mega star. He'll be a megastar. He's he's like, very young. Yeah. yeah. He's twenty twenty one, twenty yeah. Yeah. So he will be he will be the rock
2: levels of yeah. famous. Like he's that good. I, I really hope at this stage they continue the kind of stalkerish theme of yeah. him, the fact that Ono's the knockout artist. so he came out as a boxer and he was obsessed with getting a knockout and rep, and obviously the whole story with Black was amazing so yeah. I like that if he's going to be kind of taking something from each person each opponent becoming them in some way and I think that's a really good s- storyline because it allows him to have some variations in his flamboyance rather than yeah. I think one of the things that um, that someone will talk about later uh, Ish- Shinsuke struggled with at a point when he didn't go straight to the top of of the main roster was a lot of his eccentricities were there every week they're the same they're wonderful but you're seeing it over yeah. and over again so the idea of someone like Velveteen having these eccentricities but can adapt them and change them depending on who he's against makes it really interesting
3: so, so the thought has just occurred to me that um, it would be really nice if rather than adapting his eccentricities if he took a little something from everyone yeah. that he yeah. faces yeah learn
2: from them so he's getting he's absorbing like
3: something. the main villain from Heroes yeah Yeah. Completely. and I cannot remember his name but he took other people's gifts yeah mm. and then eventually you get to a point where Vilverteen can pull out a spin kick yeah. for example yeah because he wrestled Alistair Black a year earlier yeah and you know he's learning he's, he becomes like a composite wrestler yeah, I love that still with all his own charisma and stuff
0: yeah I like I think it. i would be just cracking. It's good when when we're doing that in progress with someone now. <laughs> Wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely did think I don't think we've got any what we could do that with. <laughs> I think everyone's got their own clearly defined identity at the minute. Um, uh, next match was the NXT Women's Title match where Ember Moon retained against uh, Shayna Baszler. Um, now uh, I've been pronouncing Baszler wrong for weeks i apologize um
3: should we all pronounce it differently yeah that's
0: nice um i'm just not gonna say it <laughs> <laughs> um I, I enjoyed this i think this is something that we were talking about backstage yesterday at our show now the Walter timothy thatcher match in front of 700 people when they're that close to the ring is amazing mm. if you did that same match in a massive arena would it have the same effect because people are further away from the action, and you can't see quite how visceral it is and how intense it is, because it's you can see it on TV, but it's yeah. not the same as it's not the same as being that close to it. Everyone at our show yesterday could see every time someone hit someone, the, the sweat coming off of them. Like, yeah. like yeah. you kind of need that. And with this, because obviously, Bass has got the MMA background, yeah. um, they were playing into a lot of this, a lot of arm work. I think an arm bar was held on for about four minutes at yeah. one point, yeah, 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 which yeah. is really good storytelling and the sort of thing I look at and go. I really enjoy that, um, uh, and, and I'll tell you what it felt like. A bit, um, it felt a little bit like an Evolved match because a lot of Evolved matches feel uh, felt like that because of the legitimacy. Yep. Um, obviously, where Matt Riddle started and Timothy Thatcher was wrestling for a long time and they had catch point and people like that. So it, it felt it from that point of view. It felt really, it felt really different and felt incredibly different to what most women's matches have felt like, even mm-hmm. with people like Asuka who can probably do all that stuff as well. Yeah. Um, uh, but it was good, but felt different. And I don't know if, like, I think watching it filmed, great. If I'd have been thirty rows back in the arena, I might have found it a little bit different. Uh, well, I, you I might have think.
3: found yourself watching it on the screen, yeah, to, to to work out what was going on. But
0: even then, like, if you're, lots of wrestling fans are different. I love stuff like that. That's um, why we did the shoot special last yeah. week. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I love stuff like that it's not necessarily for everybody but I applaud them for trying to do something different and also trying to really get Basler over who is relatively inexperienced as a professional wrestler mm-hmm. uh, despite being incredibly experienced as a fighter
2: Yeah, I, I, I love this match Like this is the one that made me go yep we're in takeover now because I <laughs> thought the, yeah. the the slickness of it all mm. particularly again a uh, 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 lack of circumstance here, particularly after some of the clunkiness in the last match yeah. where there was a few bits that wasn't that tight the women came out and just Straight away, Ember Moon sweeps and stuff like that. Just, it all looked so, so real and was just so tightly executed, quickly done, smooth, slick. Yeah, absolutely adored it. I, I'm, I've, I've mentioned Ember a fair few times on, on the podcast and how much
0: of a fan I am of her. The fact that she, the armwork work they were doing and her proper old school psychology of selling the arm yeah. and then hitting the Eclipse with one arm. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, which brilliant. means it's nowhere near as powerful as well. Is yeah. just really cool. And then the only way for her to win was to. Really fold her up and reverse and reverse a pinfall. Yeah. And if I, I, I'm a big fan of like if you beat someone by roll up, mm-hmm. right? Li, I hate loose looking roll ups. You know where it's just oh, I've rolled you up and that's the finish. Yeah. So that's how we're going to make it look. Um, there's examples of roll ups that look great. That's a great example of a reverse something and properly. She folded holding her down. It in yeah. half. But
3: there's uh, five or ten seconds earlier. There's a similar uh, similar moment where. Uh, Baser is rocked backwards and her shoulders are down only for like half a second, yeah. and I I would hope that Ember Moon at that point would realise, oh hang on, I might have a might have an opening well, here well, if I, I can get that position it, yeah. again. Yeah,
0: yeah. and that, and it's and it's, but the only other way I think roll ups work is if a roll up is your gimmick, like Chris Brooks. Yeah, because he's he wins match after match after it's t shirt with Death by Roll Up on, like, Yeah, and and that then it then it works, but the amount of Loose looking roll ups, especially in indie wrestling, that you see, uh, yeah. are like I don't like them. I, I, I like a roll up to look like it's
3: so they can't get out of it. Yeah, it's properly yep.
0: like if you want to learn how to how to pin someone without hitting them with a massive impact move, watch every Zack Saber Junior match ever. Yeah, because absolutely. he's the king of it. And Tyler Bates really good at them as well. He's mm-hmm. got loads of them. Um So you know that's just it's just a, th- a general thing about wrestling. Like, if yeah. you're gonna f- roll someone up. Do it like that because it looked great.
2: But that's it as well. I I love. I think there should be more giving credit when a a move you've seen all the time is done really well. Yeah, because that's that's it. That's completely. That's a perfect roll because she got all of her weight on her. She was already tangled up because of the armbar. So it's a really good convincing. That would be really hard to kick out of. Yeah, like we generally to get someone off of you when you're on your essentially upside down because she she rolled her up that Mm. much it's like yeah. great one of my
0: favourite spots of all time involves a, a form of roll up which is the sleeper into the roll up that happened between Uh, Bret Hart and Roddy Piper. Right. When uh, Bret Hart won the Intercontinental title back from him at WrestleMania, I want to say eight, but I might have got that wrong. And
2: it was the double pin, right? Um, No, it was
0: it was he he Hart got the win on the the Intercontinental title off of Piper, and then they echoed it again at Survivor Series, 1996 in Madison Square Garden, where um, Hart beat a getting very popular Stone Cold Steve Austin off the same thing. So basically, sleeper into the corner, counters up, rolls out. Flips back over them and rolls and them up. Then he's on top, yeah. yeah, and and yeah. I think that little things like that, just the, the desperation to get out of something, is where roll ups should come from more, rather than just mm, "it's going to roll you up," you know. Um, just just a point.
3: Right. I en- I enjoyed that um, the, basically being presented as a heel going into this, um, but as a vicious but legitimate fighter during the match, selling the fact that she lost and she hadn't been she lost the match but she hadn't been beaten yeah. decisively mm-hmm. and she's kind of looking a bit rueful and kind of oh maybe you got the better of me and then we go back into pro wrestling yeah. at the end of it with the angle where she
0: just chokes yeah. the fuck out which uh, which presumably means it's not the end of the angle I also like the fact that WWE and now because people have this theory that WWE and UFC don't like each other but there's clearly interaction between the yeah, two of them yeah. for yeah. this for and especially when we get to the rumble for, for the marketability of both companies to work yeah. you know a lot of the reason that Conor McGregor is arguably the most famous uh, MMA fighter in the world is because he's essentially a pro wrestler who does MMA yeah, because he does promos.
4: Yeah.
0: Muhammad Ali was the most famous boxer of all time because he copied Gorgeous George and did promos on his opponents. Yeah. And, but then seeing wrestling take things from UFC because UFC is so huge. And, and, and so, uh, so Even things like Baszler's entrance, yeah. with, like properly showing her coming from the, the locker yeah.
2: room. Yeah. Um, I, I love stuff like that. Yeah, completely. And I think um, when they did Joe and Brock, and it was a really short build, but a perfect build, yeah. I've loved that with Baszler. Because, again, it doesn't have to be this long. A few people are like, oh, are they rushing her into it? It's like, when you've got something like, oh, she's a really experienced MMA fighter, that's all you need to tell people. That yep. makes it legit. It's the same with Brock. It's like, you mm-hmm. believe it. You don't need to have this big story and this Johnny, big build. Yeah, it's yeah.
3: like, no, he could kill you. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Sure, there, get, 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 put you in there. Show it once. Get into the big match. Yeah, you don't yeah. need to do it five times. And right. that was it.
2: I like a good. I like if you do a big storyline, a good build. But it doesn't. Again, it's a. This one has been an illustration of how it doesn't always have to be the way. I remember when the Samoa Joe and Brock one happened. I was like, it's a shame that they're rushing it because someone's got injured or this mm. or that. And then it was like, no, actually, that was perfect. That was ex- they did that exactly right. I believed it. And the same with Shayna and line. Um, next up our penultimate match on TakeOver was an
0: Extreme Rules match between a friend of Tuesday Night Jaw, Alistair Black um, and Adam Cole Um, both of whom have appeared in progress and both of whom are good lads Um, now um, the the trouble with this match is someone had to lose um, and if you look at it from a going forward perspective um, Alistair Black is super 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 hot so would you have him lose probably not um, and then you've got uh Adam Cole who is uh, um, as close to an indie megastar as I think you can get mm-hmm. um but has you' like well could, could, should he lose mm-hmm. but someone had to lose um uh, which is unfortunate because I like them both uh, mm-hmm. uh and it was Alison black who got who got the win um tons of interference in the match tons of of Fairly, I'd say crazy spots, but they were crazy spots done safely.
3: Yeah. Um, Not even that crazy, to be honest. I watched it this morning. Um, I thought that's part of the beauty of the match was that it it wasn't that crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's more compared to because there's very little no DQ stuff in in NXT, isn't there? I mean, Correct. Yeah. Yeah. There's the um, the uh, the Nikki Storm
3: Aska match, Ask a match yeah. uh
0: match um, TV taping which was really good, um, but there's but everything is, it, it 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 feels everything's more pure wrestling on Takeover, uh, or NXT shows in general than mm-hmm. necessarily the big D- WWE shows are. Um, so I think those spots stand out more. Yep. Compared yeah. to like, the War Games match stood out massively because yep. you were just like, "The fuck is this? This is not what we used to at NXT. It's great."
2: But also, not even that. When when we did the end of year drunk mm-hmm. cast with Mr. Havoc and 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 the rest of the network people, um, I spoke about how Havoc. I think deserves even more credit than he already has as a legend in the scene For he's known for these hardcore matches, but his psychology is amazing in them. His storytelling is amazing, and that was the thing with this match for me. The biggest, oh my god, moment was Adam Cole turning round two chairs mm-hmm. and the crowd popped and went mental and it was a simple he delivered it perfectly he turned around two chairs he got more of a reaction than when he went in on top of the chairs is just that the beauty of it the first time a wrestler's amazing. got a pop for feng shui yeah yeah exactly <laughs> exactly but it was amazing again it showed it doesn't have to be and early on you'd kind of had had um, black kind of choose not to use chairs yeah. and stuff like that so it showed that you can have this amazing extreme match and not just go! Oh, what crazy what kind of stupid thing can we do? Yeah, yeah, just using that psychology was beautiful.
0: It's the psychology
3: and the storytelling is yeah. is what this match is yeah. about. Phenomenal! And it's, yeah,
0: it's and they're two guys who are, let's be honest, great, and have wrestled each other for us. I've just realized yeah, in a tag team match, apparently. But um... it's really
2: interesting because I've loved seeing Adam Cole in NXT because I'd seen him. A, I saw him once at Progress, and Adam Cole isn't someone that necessarily. I've learnt now, he's going to blow you away in a single match. Mm. See, so again, or compared to like an Osprey or one of these that yeah. are going to be bang, 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 bang. But s- seeing him week by week telling stories, building the character, you're like, I, was, I was instantly like, yeah. Because when he was the big signing and the big nail I was like, seemed good, but I've seen better people at, mm. at progress, kind of thing. Not in a rude way at all. But then seeing him, it's like, right, mm. that's why he's built, he's just, yeah. Amazing.
3: Um, I hadn't. I have to say, I hadn't seen any any of the build to this. I'm usually about a month behind with NXT. Yeah. Um, so by the time I get to a takeover, I usually haven't seen the, the yeah. couple of weeks leading into it. So I hadn't seen any of the build to this. So for me, the storytelling was purely in the match. That's all I'm judging yeah. it on. So I, I don't really know what the beef is going into it. Um, this was my favorite match on the show. Yeah. Um.
0: It's it's not mine, but it It it, was my
3: favourite, but it was close. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought it was. I just thought the storytelling, the psychology was so good.
2: Mm. And that can be so shunned in a gimmick match. Yeah. It's so easy to forget that. They're like, no, no. This is what we do best. I think
0: I was pleased to see people not complaining on the internet about the fact they had to hold the match up for a couple of minutes because of a bit of blood. So uh, Cold Cut's hand. But right. um uh, they spent some time just, just with the medic just making right. sure his, his, his hand was sorted. So um but normally you know when you get people going, Oh but we wanna see blood like, yeah. okay, you, I'm sure you do but but times have changed. It's Stop not Stop it. It's not mid South in nineteen seventy eight, you know. So um,
3: um Can I talk a little bit about the framing of Alistair Black?
0: Oh hang on, is this the essay? No, no, no it's it. only it's only like <laughs> hey, two, him, two him, sentences. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, go for it mate, go for so it. So
3: there are there are two things that I really noticed. As someone who edits wrestling mm. Um I I notice the framing of things and the way that matches are edited and things like that. Mm-hmm. During his entrance there is a shot where he where he comes up like rising from the from the from hell. Um and then he walks all along the you see the from his shoulders and his head only, and they're walking along the bottom of the frame and you can see his tron above him. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed that because to me that suggests you know, sometimes you're you're aware of something in your peripheral vision, mm-hmm. but as soon as you try and see it, you can't see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I kind of got that from it. Like, like they're presenting him as a as a as a presence almost, like yeah. a feeling. Yeah. Ra- rather than than just yeah. he's this tough guy. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And then right at the end of the match, after after Black has won, Black is Black spends so much time sitting down, cross-legged. And that's become like his signature pose, but he doesn't end the match like that this yeah. time the, the 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 go home shot, if you like is him standing up, still standing, having survived this this yeah. war with Adam Cole. Adam Cole is on his haunches on the stage, being supported by his stablemates. yeah I thought that the the power dynamic yeah. in the, in that in those two things I love um that. was was really really interesting
0: I love yeah, it I, agree. I love that you love this shit, yeah, I really do and because if you look at, I think the th- what the three of us like out at wrestling, we all like wrestling, but we're very different people. Yeah. Um. I mean, you Are like we talking the three of us. No, I mean, I I'd certainly in terms of the three of us that run run our company, right. um, we 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 like very different things, which is one of the reasons that our product most of the time seems to work and people seem to enjoy it is because we all come with it for different perspectives. Yeah. If we all we we're all governed by one perspective, it'd be odd which is why I find it odd that any wrestling companies are run by one person. Do you know what I mean? I just find it odd. I just think it's weird. And again,
2: it's it's the stuff there. This is, as much as a lot of indie wrestling fans can hate the WWE, part of the thing of learning, going from indie into the WWE, is learning about where the cameras are and learning Mm -hmm. all these different things. And people can say that they love or hate that, but one of the greatest moves of recent years is all about where the camera is it's in the RKO out of nowhere Yeah, the RKO is only out of nowhere on TV in a stadium oh. Randy Orton's. <laughs> Randy Orton oh, there oh that's so you're, true it's, <laughs> it's, it's, only so on <laughs> it's only on TV it's wise it's only on TV but it's one of the most classic amazing things and that's all. and we all enjoy that even indie fans enjoy that. So and we we actually can- had a
3: Alistair Black version of that in this match as well, yeah, with yeah. with uh, Cole trying to pick himself up using the chair as a as a prop, yeah. and then in comes Alistair Black with his uh, running knee or shining wizard, yeah. whatever it was, yeah. through the chair onto Adam Cole. Yeah,
2: Yeah. it's perfect. But I mean, the the the, the double stomp th- through the table. I can't not mention that because that was just the most. Just had my mouth the announces and it just yeah absolutely I, amazing I, and, Ren- and rinello's re- 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 reaction of holy bleep indeed <laughs> just, just <laughs> it's, it's just wonderful <laughs> um
0: it's um yeah it, it i think the the whole the double something always bothers me because i know i know that the uh the Alistair Black Paul Robinson double stomp story from my first ever ballroom show where uh, Paul Robinson was really ill um, and obviously Alistair Black's double stomp is just not a fun move to take yeah. it's safe but it's yeah. not fun to take um, but we I think we found out about two weeks later that Paul had an inflamed spleen and if he'd have taken the move on one side of his body could could have been really really in trouble Good lord, um, you know so if you uh, yeah if you uh, if you tend to uh, if if, if you if you can do a move that can potentially put Paul Robinson out of commission then you are a scary man just
2: I've, I've got to give a little story now of that's Paul Paul Robinson related that I did tweet and it just amused me I was, I was out at the shops and I bumped into Paul Robinson um, and I his lovely this. missus and he was buying an ironing board and it's testament to Robinson's career <laughs> that my instant fault was and I said oh have you got a match and he's like "Oh, I've just, just got to do some ironing <laughs> didn't cross my mind that he's buying it for ironing obviously he's buying an ironing board for a match he's going to th- put someone through it or smash something It's like no I've just got, got, got to do the ironing I was like right mate see you later um, <laughs> uh,
0: obviously there was there was interference in this match so uh, the other members of Undisputed Era uh, came out and that was equalised by Sanity uh, including a, a big yep. old big old Killian Dane suicide dive which I always right like seeing yeah. uh, good lad um, uh and and again great match would have been match of the show for me on loads of other cards but then it was followed by uh, uh, my I think probably my favourite wrestler in WWE at the minute
3: which one both of them
0: Um, Almas who I um uh, You've
3: been banging on about Armus ever since he got there. Yeah, yeah, and I think I've been And so right now, now this is this is I right as the guest on this podcast, I'm giving you the opportunity to gloat now. Yeah, <laughs> because,
0: well, this is this is the thing I said to you. Is like I don't think I have many talents in in wrestling. Like I've I've winged it for this long, but I'm pretty good at being able to predict how good someone will be three years down the line. That's my one yeah. decent yeah, 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 thing that I can yeah. do, um, and. Uh, not just by showing in this match but we'll get into it in a bit he's showing in the Royal Rumble as well Sien uh, Almas um, is the second coming of Eddie Guerrero mm. he is wonderful um, and his entrance was tremendous because they're, they're throwing back to the La sombra stuff now and allowing him to come out with his sombra mask yeah. which he's talking about um, loss unpronounceables so it's all um, I will also always call him that <laughs> um, uh, um, it, it's just and he's great and he needed Something to make him to like. Having watched him, I think I watched him wrestle probably ten or twelve times like, actually live last yeah. year. And every single time, he's even, always
3: in the main event on the on the live shows, yeah, because he's brilliant.
0: Because mm. everyone just looks at him and goes, "He's amazing." Um And
3: he, for whatever reason, it wasn't connecting mm. as well as they would have liked it to. Oh. And then I, th- I have to say, I think Almas's character arc yeah. since he came into NXT mm-hmm. has been in- so enjoyable.
0: Yeah, well, he came in and it was his gimmick was he wore a trilby and some different trousers, then braces, embraces, mm. and braces, and then and then they had the gimmick of him being a part. Of, and again, which is probably the the, the the Guerrero connotations can come from that side of it as well because Eddie Guerrero was famously an absolute party animal. Mm. And then got his, the the best days of his career in WWE. Certainly, not, in ECW, he was still a party animal, and WCW he was still a party animal. But his best days of his career um, in latter WWE was after he cleaned himself up. Yeah, yeah. and and I th- like the idea that I had him as a party animal for a bit, and then he's not a party animal, and now he's got he's got a woman behind him who is inc- who's just a brilliant character in her Absolutely. own right, Angelina Vega. Yeah. Um, which means that he doesn't need to talk because he's not much of a talker. To- the English isn't great. He's not much of a talker. Um, but in terms of a worker oh he's good like i mean i think they all knew he was good when he was signed but he's he is next level mm. brilliant um and and again you could say he can do a match where he doesn't do loads and loads of high spots or he can do a match like this where he does loads of technical wrestling loads of really really good wrestling loads of really really good sports entertainment and a ton of high spots and a ton of stuff that looks like it'll kill you
2: yeah. um, and again uh, i mean you, you need the credit needs to be given as well there to Selina Vega as this as it's finding that simple thing that that's all it needed it, mm-hmm. you can have someone who's great and doesn't quite click and then you find that one small thing for Almas it was as, as Selina Vega for Braun Strowman it was, was pushing things over Um but you find <laughs> that one thing that just clicks and makes them the most over thing in the world and yeah I love it it's yeah, and, and I love Johnny Gargano as well,
0: who's another one of my favorite wrestlers in the yeah. world. Um, uh, but just a, a, a wonderful match. Uh, both of them wonderful in it. Um,
3: Selena Vega is my wife's favorite character on NXT.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. She's she's brilliant, and and I like the fact that she's she's, awesome. she's not positioned. And again, this is how wrestling has changed over the last decade. She's not eye candy. She is. And there's a, no romantic s- attachment. No, she's is smart businesswoman. Mm-hmm. And uh, and gets involved and does Hurricane Rana and she's in
3: charge. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, And it's uh, whole thing's great.
3: She's yeah. I think she. I I think she's probably quite a uh, identifiable and aspirational character.
0: So this is the thing. So you know, sometimes people struggle making the connection when they go for NXT. Some people are better on main roster than they are on NXT. Right. Alexa Bliss is a great example of this. Mm Hundred percent. Right. Is. Uh, the, the good, the the good stuff about her character is magnified much more on an entertainment product rather than what is much more of a pure wrestling product. Someone like Shinsuke Nakamura has taken a while to find his feet because whilst we're super wrestling fans who love him because he was in New Japan and he's Nakamura, like if you're flicking through channels in America, he's not
2: necessarily your cup of tea. Uh, uh, uh. Right. Uh, Elias is another great example he's bang on mate zero he's interest in NXT perfect members, like, example.
0: he's my favourite thing is, on in wrestling at the moment he is
2: wonderful yeah. on television
0: absolutely wonderful and I think what's going to make Almas brilliant when he gets moved up is obviously they're already thinking about this because of how long he got in the rumble but when he gets moved up Vega will go with him hmm. And will mean that he'll get over on mainstream television as well. So he'll tick both boxes. He'll tick our box of wrestling fan. He'll tick entertainment box as well because of her. Mm -hmm. Um, And his future is very, 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 very bright indeed.
2: Um, You're you're far better at predicting future stars than championship manager. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Cherno Samba. Cherno Samba. (laughs) They never got it right. Everyone I signed on championship manager that was going to be a future star never worked out. But yeah. Uh, Tonton
0: Zola Makuku. Yeah, yeah. Um, I played a lot of championship
2: yeah, matches.
0: Um same. Uh, I have
3: no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Dexter Blackstock.
2: It was always a big one for me.
0: Was he? he? I never he, signed it.
2: He him. Um, he, oh, he he raised the World Cup for England several times as as still <laughs> still as, as sti, 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 sti at Millwall, and um, yeah. Great stuff.
0: Anyway, uh, um, tweet me and Pip your uh, favourite ever signing <laughs> on your favourite ever signing on football manager or championship manager who never actually went on to any success. Yeah.
3: Please don't tag me. I don't care.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Although for, on a football note, my football team did avenge your football team. Is correct? Weekend. Yes, I'm a Woking fan. Yeah, and you went to Peterborough. I
3: went to Peterborough to see the FA Cup second
0: round second replay. Round, yep. Yes, it was because this was yeah the yeah. yeah
3: second round replay. Um, Woking battered Peterborough at home and couldn't win. I think maybe we missed a penalty in the in the closing stages.
2: What score? What was the score in the end?
3: I want to say two all. Yeah, it um, might have been one one. Yeah. I want to say two. And all. you
2: wanted to say what was the finish? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the finish? <laughs> roll up. <laughs> What's your finish,
0: kid?
3: Uh, <laughs> fucking roll up. Uh, um, it's a sloppy roll. Yeah, up. yeah. <laughs> um, and then I went to Peterborough on a cold Tuesday night. Shame wasn't Stoke. And uh, and we were in the game. we being working. We're in the game again at two all. And then the fitness of the professional side, or the higher division side, rather, um, told, and we ended up losing 5-2. Yeah, and... um, It was heartbreaking.
0: And then Peterborough beat...
3: Aston Villa. And I'm convinced that we would have beaten Aston Villa in Um, the third round.
0: Massive club, Aston Villa. Um, Hi, Tony. Hi, Tony. Um, (laughs) uh, Our friend Tony thinks they're a massive club. They're not. Um, Just because you've got a big stadium don't mean you're a massive club. Um, You haven't won anything for years. And then... um, and then we got, uh, we got Peter, uh, Peterborough in the fourth round uh, we put out our reserves including uh, another player we've signed from the French second division everyone's gone It's only 2 million quid he can't be any good set up 2 scored 2 um, uh, welcome to the club for senior Diabate um, so yeah we won 5-1 it's the cup draw tonight um, let's hope we get someone easy because I'd really like us to win the FA Cup because now I'm allowed to dream, because we've won the league in my lifetime. Because so. th- like, if
3: you follow the linear FA Cup, like you support whoever knocks yeah, your, you your side out. I now support Leicester, yeah. yeah.
0: It's brilliant. So, um, good work. And Millwall
2: drew it, with mate. Rochdale i was We're still in it at the moment, so let's see what the draw says. Was it last year you knocked us out? Or was it the year before? The year before.
0: The year before. Because yeah. I remember I was doing a gig at, at, in the Leicester Comedy Festival, I think, and I remember... I remember messaging you, going, because I'm quite I'm quite sporting. If a, if a mate's same, team beats us, I'm very yeah, like, yeah. you know, we des- it, normally I'm like, hands up, deserve yeah, it. we deserve it. Shall we go? If
3: Mill if we'll will end up drawing lesser, shall we go? Yeah,
0: all over that. Oh, let's do it. Let's hire a box. All right. Perfect. We'll
3: do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much a box is, that's not what? legally binding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Tuesday <choose>, night goals. <laughs>
0: oh, let's do a football podcast let's <laughs> not. Um, so. Um, the other thing that of course happened in this, this main event as well as it being just fantastic and so many great near falls and, uh, and, uh, and obviously with Gargano using a submission move that being applied and, and, and almost just making the ropes and whatever yeah. um, is Candice LeRae getting involved yeah. which everyone went nuts for because fantastic. Candice is married to Johnny Gargano she is Mrs. Johnny Gargano which
3: they have made no secret of nope yeah. um,
0: uh, it was it was quite nice when the one time Candice worked for us it was quite nice being able to say to someone oh she fell out because <laughs> you know Johnny and yeah. we like Johnny a lot so it was like oh, it was really nice thing to do having never met Candice until that point she's great and has been one of the, the, the best stars on the indies male or female for a long time yeah. so um, delighted that she's there um, and really nice because her and her husband can spend time together and have similar travel schedules um, but so that that obviously interaction happens to sort kind of cancel uh, Vagra out a little bit um, and then end of the match uh, Gargano rightly getting a standing ovation walking yeah. back up the entrance and uh, all of a sudden appearing behind him is a Vietnam veteran uh, <laughs> on a crutch uh, that you soon realise is Tommaso Ciampa yeah. um, uh, looking even more insane than when he first turned Looks like wonderful. which well, is man. which is amazing because this is one of my favourite storylines mm. like, I can't wait to see where this goes partly because I love both the wrestlers massively Tommaso in particular, I absolutely adore as a wrestler. I love that he now follows no one on Twitter. Brilliant. Not not
3: one person. Not one person.
0: Brilliant. Slightly sad because he used to follow me. <laughs> doesn't follow me, doesn't follow anyone. Changed his Twitter name to
3: Blackheart. So and, I think this is really interesting, the mm-hmm. Blackheart thing. He was obviously wearing his a uh, shirt which yeah. is Blackheart, with a couple of the letters starred out for yeah. some reason. I don't know which letters. Uh, a and A, probably. Yeah. Mm. Um, Blackheart. B- cut. B- B- cut. yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder if it's because it's Gargano, on I wonder if that's probably. because Gargano has two A's in his name and he doesn't want any association with him.
2: I don't. Know. I think you're probably overthinking it.
0: Now, I,
3: right? Probably, probably not. Um,
2: <laughs> Gargano's. I'm oh, oh, sorry. Champ has had a lot of time to overthink. It. Yeah, yeah right, he, you has.
3: Know. he looked ill. I thought mm. like jaundiced, yeah. like, right. the Hutt, like the black heart, like the black heart thing, like his if you take it literally like he's got poison yeah. in his heart and the poison's yeah. taking over he looks like that hatred has been festering and eating him up for like eight months yeah and he's poisoning him from the inside and that came across in his expression and I think this is the essay pit. No, yeah. no, I'm nearly done. And <laughs> and the co- and even the colour of his skin. I don't know if he was made up differently, yeah. slightly, yeah. just to get that over, or whether it was just a light that was well, that's on. That's why
0: him. I said the Vietnam veteran thing, because yeah, yeah. he was wearing yeah. combat trousers as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. and on a crutch. It was just like it made me think of the um, the the Tom Cruise film Born on the Fourth of July. Yeah,
3: it's I just he was on, he was on screen for what twenty five thirty seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing characterisation yeah. from him. What I'd like to think is when he's hit Gargano with the crutch. And uh, Gorgano's down, being tended to, and he's Champs is just staring right through him. It's not hatred; he's just one. He's just thinking to himself: "I'm still injured. I've lost my crutch. Yeah, I haven't thought this through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do I get away from here?"
0: Um. So he injured his knee. At- Take over Chicago, didn't he? Eight mm-hmm. months ago. Eight months ago, and knowing what we know about knee injuries, it's normally eight or nine months, isn't it? Correct. So, what we would expect is take over over WrestleMania weekend. You would expect
3: the 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 grudge match.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, what else are we expecting for Mania? Because I'm expecting. I mean, obviously, I think there's TV tapings this week that will set it up, and there's Atlanta. more in March. Um, so. For me, I'd expect maybe uh, Almas against Alistair Black. I think that I've,
2: I, I think I messaged you when the the options yeah. for the NXT awards were out. Were like, yeah. wow! So Alistair's up for every award other than female. Yeah, <laughs> and it was and, and rightfully so. But it made me, it felt he's up for so much. He's gonna win a load. He's he's, he's Destiny is quite clear at this
0: stage. I'm sure we've seen him and Almas on the house show last year, and it was great. Yep. And with the right build and everything, it could be absolutely stunning. Yeah, yeah, I think I think
3: that match would make the most sense. Yeah, yeah. Because you get, I think maybe you get to a point with Austin Black where he's still undefeated in the entire time that he's been there. I know he got taken out of that elimination match, but he wasn't. So, so he's he lost bo- by count out. Has he?
0: Yes, He's lost by count out that time.
3: Okay. All right. Hasn't been pinned, hasn't submitted. Um, He's been incredibly strong Mm -hmm. by the writing. Um, If he doesn't get... I mean, arguably, he should have had a title match before now. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they've been keeping him away from it a little bit. Um, If he doesn't get the title match now, you start to ask why. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, completely.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, I think they may well do Moon... Baszler again, but they might do that on TV because there's enough TV between now and then. Because mm-hmm. um, then the the other, I think, big option for a women's match is, is Moon against Sane or Moon against Storm against Sane against Baszler in a four way or something like that. Yeah, that, that's a potential. I suppose.
3: I have to say, I don't. I don't know what the the stories are that mm. they do. They've been doing on TV, mm. but just from
2: from this weekend, they p- positions positioned Sane as a big. Big player. She's one of the the few NXT people to turn up. Yes. See, I I would if if
0: Velveteen Dream keeps getting the reaction of being a kind of almost anti-hero, sort of people are going to cheer for him anyway.
2: Just do him and Adam Cole. Mm. That'd be great. But it depends on the only question I had over over Alistair Black is what the plan is with Cole because Cole clearly is uh, again equally. he should be a champion. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's he's wonderful, and he's really. He's I think at this that is level. this
0: is what highlights the fact that Almas is champion even more. Is if you didn't know about his history in Mexico and you hadn't have seen him as much as we had last year and realized like, how good he is. Like, there's plenty of people who would have gone. Well, like, there's all these people who should be champion instead of him. Why is Why is this this yeah. Mexican guy champion? Well, because he's I'm actually really at the best, and he's now getting over. I think he started getting over it in Brooklyn with his match with Gargano in Brooklyn was yeah. the point where everyone went oh, hang on a minute <laughs> like people a lot of people already knew we did but then there was a lot of people who just went oh god he's good isn't he yeah he's brilliant yeah. and sometimes you don't people everyone loves Eddie Guerrero remembers Eddie Guerrero's WWE run fantastically but the first couple of years he was there he, he wasn't he wasn't at the no. top of the card he wasn't yeah, the main event and then he, he became it by basically throwing himself into as much stuff as possible and just being brilliant so there um, goes there goes takeover I just, one oh, yes, thing again there's it. always
2: uh, uh, something small in the matches I like but I really enjoyed in that match um, the use of just getting out of the way of stuff yeah and it's not used enough I thought Almas was amazing at it and, and Gargano as well there was numerous big spots where they just stepped to one side and it's again it's simple and uh, realistic yeah. and, and clever and when
3: it's, it's, it's great when you've got that they've had two matches before yeah. so they know what each other they know do each and stuff. Uh, that's where the storytelling comes from yeah. that's where the emotional investment comes from
2: yeah a uh, years ago I did I this is a good sentence. I was doing some knife fighting training. Um and, and, and hang uh, on, hang uh, on. Just just some knife fighting <laughs> training. But no but the, this ca- is the thing I used
0: to work with a guy who used to do it. He was a, he was very uh high up in the jiu-jitsu world. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and one day he
2: had loads of scars on his hand and we were like, yeah. what, what do you get them we fighting. But 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 one of the things I loved about it and that I didn't expect was the first thing that they said was, Right, the first thing we're gonna talk about is if you can get away. Yeah. So if there's any option of running away and and, and meaning it th- throughout the whole thing if you're fighting someone and they've got enough if at any point there's an option that you can go out that door then that's what you do. You go out that yeah. door and I always thought any kind of martial arts it's about you're beating people up and you're doing this. They were constantly can you get out now? Because if you can if you've cleared your path then go and I love that coming into this in that if you've got an option to step into one side, why try and counter remove or anything else? If you just go, oh, just just land on your ass, mate. Yeah. Well, it's Call like yourself. it's like in Final Fantasy, you can run away, can't you?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Just it. run away.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
0: Um the Royal Rumble um uh are you got is it your favorite pay-per-view of the year because it's always mine yeah
2: i love yep. it yep. and this year He got two rumbles <laughs> yeah mind blowing twice
0: the twice the rumble satisfaction yeah. um there was a pre show there was three matches I haven't seen any three matches on the pre-show John is excluded from this we'll we'll deal with the pre-show super quick Um, uh, obviously there was I I believe there was going to be a Cruiserweight title match it might have been on the pre-show it uh, it might have been elsewhere Um, it was uh, for for obvious reasons pulled from the show Mm -hmm. Um, uh, there was a Cruiserweight match on the show featuring a friend of the podcast Uh, so it's Callisto Grand Metalik uh, Lindsay Dorado beat Drew Gulak Jack Gallagher and uh, TJP storyline here is that Gulak, there's two storylines. One, Gulak doesn't like cruiserweights resting as cruiserweights. I fucking love Drew Gulak so He's much,
2: smashing it at the moment. Do
0: you know, what I'd love to book Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak versus Volta. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: that would be the best. Yeah. Um, uh, if you've never seen Drew Gulak's indie work, go and watch it. It's brilliant. Um, so. um Drew Gulak doesn't want cruiserweights to wrestle as cruiserweights. He's got uh, his, n- his n-
2: no fly zone. No thing. fly zone. He does zone. people off the top ropes. He does. Uh,
0: he no does, chanting, right? Yeah, no chanting. No, He does PowerPoint presentations. Love it. He is tremendous. I bet he's a man who
3: loves a spreadsheet. Yeah, but
0: he, do, yeah, he right. knows how to do a V lookup. Um, uh, and the other storyline on that team is that um, Gallagher, if you look through Jack's Twitter feed, Gallagher and Gulak just think TJP is useless. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> it's wonderful. Um, and um, there's a great, There's a. you'll be able to see a GIF of this already. There's a great moment where Jack gets carried away and goes to the second rope to deliver a splash and misses by a million fucking but, miles.
2: But while he goes to it, Gulak is saying, no, this no. is so No fun just
0: telling him not to. And then, yeah. He's like, don't do it. And then when he doesn't hit it, it's like, I told you not to do it. Brilliant. Um, and uh, the. Um,
2: and uh, oh, when he tags out he says no you were right and then yeah. <laughs> he actually tags him out <laughs> it was beautiful it was it's a so good uh, uh,
0: and <laughs> uh, TJP tags himself in off of I think off of Gulak blind uh, comes in and then gets uh, and yeah. then gets beaten by uh, the silly Del Sol from yeah. yeah. meaning that they've still got reason to, to have a go at TJP um, I really like TJP uh, as, a, as a worker I think he's great I think uh, he's kind of got lost in the, the sort of 205 uh Midst mm-hmm. recently, um, but he's still a very good. I mean, when when he was first the first cruiserweight champion, he was fantastic. Yeah, he was so, fan. yeah, but I think he got hurt and stuff. So, um, next match was uh, we mentioned this kind of before uh, the revival. Who just just looked quite small at the minute. They yeah. did on Raw twenty five as well. They came out. I was like They're tiny. But then you remember that when I was a kid, I thought X Pac was tiny. Mm. X pacs six foot one. Yeah. <laughs> so you forget that. You never used to really be able to make it in wrestling unless you were over six, at yeah. least over six foot tall. Yeah. Like someone like like Mick Foley, six four, Regal six three, and they look like small guys. Small
2: guys, hundred um, percent.
0: So you, you watch it now, like I sure Michaels is six two, and like you watch it and go and go. This is when you see people who actually have been on the indies for ages and a less than six foot. They just do seem really short. Timing, yeah. Um yeah so uh, Revival beat Gallows and Anderson uh, a lot of knee work on Carl Anderson who I, I still maintain is one of the most underrated wrestlers in the world
4: mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah, it was quite an old school match um, but the thing I really want to bring up because there's not loads to talk about in this match is uh, your tweet that you put out about the, the Revival's I mean it uh, was tough tights. I was
2: watching it with my mate Stu and his wife uh, Leanne and she highlighted it because uh, she was actually playing a computer game I think and looking up every now and yeah, then yeah. at the fight and she went what's that say on the back of their tights? And their slogan is n- no flips, just fists. On yeah. the back of their tights, they've got that in a circle and in tiny right it says no flips and then in big right it says just fists. <laughs> and it was, it was like, like you've... So, uh, the yeah. world's first glove puppet tag team. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, it, did, it did seem like a poor choice, but they go hard all day and night. So... <laughs> so <laughs> is what it is
0: I guess there you go mate you go. So <laughs> oh my god uh, and final match on the pre-show was uh, Bobby Roode retaining his United States Championship against uh, Mojo sticker under the eyes Raleigh um, I don't think he has the stickers anymore um, what do they achieve I don't know. I think it's because he used to play football didn't he so I think he's mirroring the eye black and it was just a, people sometimes try gimmicks that don't, yeah. don't come off I'm just a big one. fan of, of Nelly um. <laughs> <laughs> aren't we all mate? <laughs> who it? I heard that sound, why you days. broke into hip hop was yeah. mainly Nelly wasn't mainly it? Nelly yeah um, uh, <laughs> I think I think that was one of the lyrics on that shall not kill wasn't it, it was that shall not question Nelly <laughs> it was bizarrely
2: <laughs> on Saturday night I thought you were about to say yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> bizarrely on Saturday night in my club club night in Oxford, I was playing a POS song who's a great indie punk rapper and I mixed in a Nelly song <laughs> off the back of <laughs> it just went perfectly, and I was so happy. And everyone did go, hey, must fit his eyes. It was, it was wonderful. I thought we'd get a Nelly reference in this. Booth.
0: Yeah. Hello, hello. Um, uh, so um, I, I think what they... It looks like what they're going to do with Bobby Roode is have him just do open challenges for the US title. Has he done more than one? Uh, this was his first was one. His they said it was the first one. one. So you made a big deal of it. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I was about not- to
3: accuse you of being the Twitter personified there for a moment no no
0: no I, I'm basing it on actual stuff they said yeah. on commentary awesome um, so it was billed as
2: his first open challenge
3: yeah the, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: The first um,
3: I, lo- I love uh, open challenge series we did it with Rampage Brown when he won the Atlas title yeah um, also
0: means you get a big old pot when you change it to someone that no one's expecting and
3: John mm-hmm. Cena's US, US title open challenge was wonderful yeah, yeah. yeah it was fantastic. It.
0: and also sometimes if you because what's happened with that title is obviously Dolph Ziggler abandoned it mm. um so I think it's quite nice to build a title back up yeah. and John Cena did it perfectly with the US title yeah he really did and Bobby Roode as I think we've said on the podcast before is one of the most professional people in, in wrestling and one of the most someone I until he went to NXT ne- never that bothered about because I didn't yep. watch a load of TNA was never that bothered about him didn't think he was very interesting Um, having again seen him so much last year and seeing how hard he works he's fucking brilliant Yeah, he's absolutely great Bobby Roode uh, really really good guy so to the main show first match um, uh, was uh, AJ Styles retaining his title in a handicap match against very bitter Kevin Owens and very bitter Sami Zayn mm. um, I, I must quickly talk about Kevin Owens on the pre-show at this point I was going to say
2: they were just amazing oh my
0: god they yeah. are like, so good so did you see him on? So, so on the pre-show
3: Hey, sorry, listener, I was shaking my head there, yeah, sorry. So,
0: <laughs> so on the pre-show they were doing the social media lounge thing where you know sometimes they put them in this actual sort of darkened room. They've just got them sat on their phones uh, in a locker room just just checking through them. And, and I I follow Kevin Owens on Twitter and, and he'd been just replying to people just being a dickhead to them because he's brilliant. brilliant at Twitter. And he doesn't like Pete Rosenberg. <laughs>
2: and do you know the reason? Because it's brilliant. Um, so, yes I do is it to the War Machine it's the Soul War Machine yes, right? yeah. so, so, so Rosenberg tweeted saying I can't believe WWE have signed War Machine he's a, he's a, a domestic violence convict blah blah confusing the tag team War Machine with the former MMA fighter who changed his name to War Machine yeah. who went who is now in prison for beating up uh, Christy Mack he got a lot of stick and was like look I don't watch a Japanese wrestling I'm sorry blah 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 and then Kevin Owens did an interview on the Jericho podcast. He said, oh, I don't watch a lot of Japanese wrestling, so this, this, this. Rosenberg then retweeted that saying, oh, are you all going to hate on Kevin Owens now because he doesn't watch Japanese wrestling? He must know nothing about wrestling. To which Kevin Owens then retweeted going, if I was employed by a company purely to talk about what they're doing, I would do my research before making tweets. (laughs) (laughs) So he tried to get everyone on side by going, look, Kevin Owens doesn't even, he's like, I'm a wrestler I'm not, so, that's not my job but it's
0: so, brilliant so during the pre-show um, <laughs> this so during the brilliant, it's this brilliant this is really it's genuinely one of my favourite moments of the year so during the pre-show um, the, uh, uh, Renee keeps uh, asking him questions and stuff like that and Jerry Lawler's there and they're taking yep. questions off Jerry Lawler I forget who the other person there at that point was um, and uh, <laughs> and at one point so Kevin right, o- is this
3: still in the social media lounge it's so, they're it's, in the lounge they're in and the they're lounge. cut into the table so but the table of are- so it's the preview right. show okay. so it's
0: them doing the, the preview panel and talking to them so <laughs> um, she, he goes at one point Renee goes uh, so, tells her he was with him and he, and he goes Pete Rosenberg's like I don't want to talk to Pete like I, I just don't want to talk to Pete he's like Peter. we will not talk we to Pete we will not Rosenberg. talk to Pete um, and and then it keeps going on and, and like the, at one point Pete tries to ask him a question and they absolutely refused to answer it. And then, um, and I forget the exact wording of this. Uh, Kevin Owens just says, "Pete Rosenberg, he's he's paying for the privilege of being there." Yeah, he's not even.
2: <laughs> he, said, I, he said, "I have I have sources that say Pete Rosenberg is paying to be on the panel to be involved with the WWE." <laughs> and the whole internet just went, "Oh shit, son!" You know, no. absolutely amazing. And and the fact that again, as soon as he's because the first person that, that Rene tried to hand over to was Pete. And Kevin was instantly like, King's, King's there, isn't he? We'll talk, King, King, Is, has King got a question? And then they're respectful to King, but yeah. Yeah, like, that like
0: proper, like proper, no secrets hidden dickheads Brilliant. to him.
2: Yeah. Uh, I have no
0: and I have no issue with Pete Rosenberg. I don't really listen yeah. to his podcast or anything like that. He seems to do an all right job when oh, he's doing well. this stuff. But, good though. Oh my god! Like I, I was watching it, and I was quite tired because we've done a show, and I was quite, yeah. I was quite sort of chilled out. I just eating some food, and I was like, I hope I'm going to be able to stay awake. And that happened. And I'm like, I'm fucking
2: on board it, for the rest it, of this show. It was Sebastian level of body in <laughs> it way. It was outrageous.
3: Shout out to Sebastian, um, who uh, thought he was going to die in a, in a is a hurricane in Hawaii or a typhoon?
0: Yeah, 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 and also and the nuclear warning wasn't and it? And the nuclear? Yeah, alarm. sorry, that was a weird one. Um, so. Oh my god! Yeah, it was amazing, wasn't it? Um, like there's gifts of it already. Yes, yeah.
3: I'm just gonna go home and watch it. Yeah,
0: it, but I'm oh, watching oh. Pete Rosenberg had to do that thing where he reacted to something and he was clearly annoyed about it. Yeah, but I had to pretend he wasn't annoyed. Like, oh, it's oh, all wrestling. He's just... a heel. Uh. But like, I mean, Wonderful. very funny. Wonderful. Um, this match was a, like I went into this going, I don't know what's going to happen here. um Uh, and it's a clunky thing to kind of put together because the storytelling of why there is a handicap match and how bitter Owens and Zayn are is brilliant and makes perfect sense absolutely on board with that but it's still a handicap match which it it negates you getting a a decent one-on-one out of it and uh, Mm -hmm. whatever Um, But I really like the finish the finish of Owens taking the uh, Owens trying to tag in they're not not actually physically tagging in yeah being a dickhead getting in the ring and trying to wrestle then getting pinned and then complaining he wasn't actually legal is really smart and fits in with them being dickheads
2: and and fits in with the fact that they're the heels that people kind of love as well so it is legit they he hadn't tagged in no no that's not real, a legit yeah. result so it's yeah. kind of good but it's also but the camera won't yeah, get required really well because he was so close to yeah. actually touching really close like,
0: it, it was proper Sistine Chapel shit yeah. you know what I mean
2: like, well I mean <laughs> it is the camera crew that have to film the rumble and yeah. and, and, and the classic kind of has one foot touches, it's like yeah. clearly that's that's their speciality is the, yeah, yeah, the, the real camera
3: crew are there going right we've got two rumble matches to film what do we need to know about this what do you mean there's stuff in the other matches <laughs> as well <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah um we were talking before about uh move regular moves that people all of a sudden met really good. Yeah. You know what Sammy Zayn's done in the last few weeks? Made his blue thunder bomb amazing. Yeah. Because he I won a match that. with he won a match with it for the first time in ages, in years yeah. the other day. Um but then when he did it on styles, it felt like he rotated
2: him like twenty seven times
0: yeah. before he hit it. It looked
3: different. amazing, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah.
2: Really enjoyed um, that. I also really enjoyed again, I, I agree that you you miss out on a good singles match mm. or two good singles matches essentially but I enjoyed a few of the little combination bits and when AJ was in the corner and Kevin monkey flipped him and then he landed in and Hurrican Ronard mm. or landed straight with his legs on Sammy and Hurricane Ranard and it was just a beautiful little a little spot there. Yeah. Um so um I think this is like a bold
0: prediction, I think because Sammy ended up going into the rumble later but Owens didn't, yeah. and Owens didn't do. Zayn did the majority of the work in this match as well. Yeah, um, I think we will get Owens and Zayn at WrestleMania against each other. Right. I think they'll they'll break up again, and we'll get them at WrestleMania.
2: I hope we do because it's a match I never tire of seeing. Yeah. His <laughs> then, his, his tweet was because Sammy, in, when he goes into wrong goes, "I've got this," and then Kevin's tweet was just. I thought you had this. Yeah.
0: So
3: it did. And, so and again, can't
2: tell if it's a jokey or a, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, also so. when they were in the social media lounge when they just got tired of answering questions and started speaking in French. Yeah. <laughs> they, they finished <laughs> work, up a whole load in French beautifully. Yeah. Their work
3: as dickheads on this show is uh, just like... Um, why it'd be such a shame for that match to happen already. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So actually. one thing that I,
0: I really like about Havoc and Haskins as a tag team mm-hmm. is that Jimmy very calmly walks out and then Haskins is just like hyperactive just sprinting everywhere looking terrifying and it's, there's a similar dynamic with Owens and Zayn when they come out in that Zayn is properly showing off and being a dickhead and Owens is just walking behind him with yeah. the look of I'm going to fucking murder people that's that great yeah. um, I was pleased that Styles retained again I've mentioned this loads of times on Tuesday night during the past that Styles was someone who didn't do loads for me until he went to New Japan, and then he started doing stuff for me, and now I'm fully on board with him and his beautifully straightened hair. So, um, yes, I noticed that. Very straight hair. It's like yeah. someone's bought him a pair of GHDs and he's yeah. never noticed them before. Like, really straight. Um, <laughs> next up, <laughs> uh, we had uh, very little on this. The next match, which was uh, the Usos retaining the tag team the SmackDown tag team titles against uh, um, uh, Chad American Gable. Beta. America, wow! Uh, against <laughs> against Chad Gable, who I still maintain is one of the best wrestlers in the company. And, Sh- and Shelton Benjamin, who is is great and has a great. You know, he's not; he's in his forties now. He's not is in the, the same sort of level. Is he? Yeah, he Man. was old when he started wrestling because he was a, he was an amateur wrestling coach yeah. um, when he became a professional wrestler. Yeah, so Ooh. no one noticed you opening your chocolate bar. So right, it's not drink.
3: chocolate; it's lunch. Um,
0: anyone wants some? No, no, makes... no, mate. I'm presenting a fucking podcast. Um.
3: <laughs> right. I'm sorry, it's crankling. Crankling? What? Crankling? <laughs> what the fuck? Sorry, it's making a noise. I've had three and a half hours sleep and I need fuel.
0: Okay. It's called cool fuel as well, isn't it? Oh. Or is it not? Oh, feed. That's what it's called. <laughs> He's sake. got it in his only- bag. John Oni! <laughs> John, <laughs> John- <laughs> We've given John his feed. Come on, John. Come on, John. You can have a sugar cube if you eat all that. Um <laughs> <laughs> my wife my wife rescued a honeybee the other day like oh. like and she got so there was a bee like struggling outside our front door and she took a little saucer and put like sugar and water out there for it i'm gonna save a bee's life i'm like I, I, i'm aware i'm a vegetarian but it's a bee <laughs> um and then she came over about three or four days later and went oh, that bee that bee whose life i saved was flying around outside and i went yeah. are you sure it's it, <laughs> might it. <laughs> it might be a different. <laughs> no, tagged it. Might be a different. Be tiny little
4: can
3: it. of spray
0: paint. Um, uh, so um, yes, so uh, the Usos uh, versus Gable and Benjamin. It was a, it was a two out of three falls match that finished in two straight falls, making me think briefly we were in Mexico mm. where that happens all the time. Yeah, I loved um, it. Really now I've got it. a theory. They're doing this. Next couple of months there'll be another two out of three falls match that will finish in two straight falls and it's to reset how people approach a two out of three falls match in order to give better credence to one further down the line, maybe yeah. at SummerSlam or something like that. That's my theory.
2: I could be completely wrong. I, I, um, I, that's the main note I made about it, that there was a proper fight to get the first fall because yeah. I hate that when the first fall is a move that and wouldn't it have got your ball anywhere else. it was ages to get the first fall as ages. well. Ages. And then the fact that, again, number one, it was... 2-0 oh, it was two falls and yeah. done and number two the second fall came quite quickly after the first fall because again that's realistic if you've just pinned someone it's a good chance or you've got a better chance of getting another pin yeah. quickly after that because they are beaten up enough for you to get a pin yeah so I
0: it was really just, enjoyed that it was just really that enjoyed theory it. of maybe they're resetting the concepts because Perhaps. sometimes you have to do that um, I just
3: enjoyed switching up the formula of it yeah yeah
0: sometimes it's nice to mess with I mean the thing I dislike about tag team wrestling is how formulaic it can be like it just you know heat 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 heat, hot tag can get boring sometimes Mm. So, so yes then we have the men's rumble next which immediately highlighted I texted you immediately highlighted everybody that something big was happening in the women's rumble yep. <laughs> at the end of it yep. uh, and there's nothing Definitely. wrong with that because we got catharsis at the end of the show so that's fine um, imagine and imagine if nothing bigger had happened imagine if Roman Reigns had won the women's rumble Ellsworth had come in at <laughs> 30
2: and, and I love the 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 that's the layout of the show. Mm. I really enjoyed it. Like once that was happening, it's like, well, yeah, actually two Rumble matches in a row is hard. That's gonna be hard to yeah. keep the energy for. So I, having a kind of here's a big, here's the first half main event, here's the second half main event, is progress. Let's, and it's, let's be honest as well.
0: The women's main even if there wasn't the big thing that happened at the end, yeah. the women's main event, the, the women's rumble should have been the main event. Yeah. Because they've made a big deal they've made a big deal out of it. Yeah. Right? And either times have changed like women main event UFC shows all the time yeah so if you're going to make a statement about it and also they can never not do a women's rumble now yeah like yeah. there's
2: always got to be a women's rumble you can't take it off now you've given it and and giving it the main event in this instance made it yeah that exciting and that big a deal I, I ate a chocolate every time Stephanie McMahon said the word history and I'm now diabetic so <laughs> that's <laughs> But, but again it's drilling that home that it's this yeah. oh, it's the biggest
0: thing um, so um, that was my first point it did make me suspect uh, there was a big angle of the women's match mm-hmm. which I immediately messaged you and predicted nearly correctly yeah um, um Everyone on my Twitter feed seemed to enjoy this. I'm aware people will say, oh, how dare you enjoy a WWE show? But I do enjoy WWE shows because I'm a wrestling fan and I've been for 30 odd years. Um, and this is a positive wrestling podcast that so I like to try and remind people. But I, I did enjoy
3: it. I have one I friend. Really just, just on that, if you don't enjoy watching wrestling, stop watching it. Yeah, it's a good point, mate. And
2: uh, I, I, Again, I, I made a note that I was like, I'm not sure if I'm, I'm willing to say on a podcast because of how angry the wrestling fans will get. But, this is the first time ever I enjoyed the main roster pay-per-view more than the NXT pay-per-view. Um, Get out. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know, it's, it's outrageous, but I it was. I really enjoyed it. It was really good fun. And yeah, the Rumble's the first, if, the first, first if step on it. If the
0: Rumble had been four hours instead of six,
2: yeah.
0: um, I would have agreed with you. Yeah, The the brevity of TakeOver shows is often what I enjoy about yeah, them sure. because it's five matches and they're all dead good. Yeah, There is and, loads loads and they're dead. all given time; yeah. and they can do good stuff. And there's yeah. loads of dead good stuff on the rumble. Yeah. But equally, there's and, and I'm not knocking anything on it. But there's there's a pre-show that like
2: doesn't doesn't really yeah. do I'm, loads. I'm not counting the pre-show yeah. in my in, yeah in in, in, in that pre-show aside. <clears throat> I enjoy it. Yeah. But
0: but again, I. But it's very very close I love that Almas match so much but equally yeah. I love both rumbles I love the three way um, yeah. so uh, and I, I really enjoy Styles and, uh, and, yeah. and Owens and Zane yeah. so um, so yeah most of my Twitter feed seems to enjoy it um, my friend Tony who I briefly mentioned before um, who won't mind me saying this and I'm going to have as a guest on the podcast at some point because we're going to do something special with another podcast that we used to do together Um he, he tweeted because some people just like surprises in a rumble yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. they want they want Bubba Ray Dudley and the Honky Tonk Man and that's yeah. what they want right now there were a lot of surprises in this rumble yeah. but if you think about the framing of this in the rest of the show there were only 18 women announced for the women's rumble so yeah. there was always going to be a ton of surprises and the, the clever way that, we'll come to this a bit the clever way they actually did the big surprise wasn't actually in the rumble okay so Which I really enjoyed yeah so that's smart um, there were still surprises the hurricane was a good surprise that was yeah. fun loads yeah. of people lost their mind over the hurricane but you're not going to get you're not going to get anything really really huge in this because you want to frame the other surprises later on better I think um, I think the, the surprise they did have Adam Cole was a big surprise wasn't yeah. expecting that with his ribs taped up mm-hmm. um, that was really cool um, and, and Almas Al- and Almas who was surprise. outside of Finn Balor is the MVP in that rumble mm. Bala's Bal the MVP because he was in 100%. there for, for ages yeah. and was wonderful and has only helped elevate him.
3: I was going to say is the part of the almost the rehabilitation of the, the Finn Balor character yeah. is having him in there.
0: But it was always a thing when I was a kid that the the person who lasted longest in the rumble was nearly always going to have a good year after it. That's pretty much how it always worked. Um, and and again, proof of you know we know Finn really well. He's he's a great worker and he's, he's he, he did he was really awesome in that. And because it was in Philly. I felt WWE dealt with it being in Philly really, really well. So, Nakamura winning it, he ended up looking like the biggest babyface. Yeah. Because he was up... And he was up against two babyfaces. Yeah. But just that the Philly crowd doesn't like. So, the fact that Cena eliminated Bala made Cena... I mean, Cena wasn't as big a heel as Reigns at this point, but it made him. Yeah. And then Nakamura... Eliminating those guys it was just... It, it was wonderful. Um, and and again, when it, it, when people slag Roman Reigns I'm off, like, Roman Reigns' work in this match to make Nakamura look great mm. was brilliant. Yeah. So, you know, you don't need to give the
3: guy grief. He he,
0: he does his job perfectly well.
3: Yeah. Um, preaching to the choir here. I know.
0: Um... I mean, so as an indie wrestling promoter, someone like Roman Reigns would absolutely not work in progress, no. like because he's not what we're about. Like Adam Cole would work per- has worked perfectly in progress. Sure. that's that's what we're about, um, and I love that when I'm doing that. But one day I'm going to take my son to WWE shows, and he's the, at that point there'll be someone who's the equivalent of a John Cena or a Roman Reigns, who when my son's six, seven, eight years old, will think is a superhero. Mm. That's what wrestling's about.
3: On yeah. um, 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 in that context. Mm.
0: Yeah, in that certainly in that context, um, Ray Mysterio was a big old surprise. Yeah, huge um, surprise. I wonder if he'll be doing five star. Um, <laughs> I wonder. Um, looked. We were talking about this when we were walking yeah. down um, from the tube. He looked amazing. Yes, um, he really did. And he hit his moves, but because the one thing with Ray, Ray's never been a sloppy worker. But but Ray, when he started getting knee injuries and a back injury and stuff, he he wasn't. There wasn't the, as
2: much impact on compared
0: to what he was like yeah. in '96, '97, '98 in ECW and WCW. Um, but he, there was, I know he didn't have a long run in it, but there was that, it just felt really, really good. And then there was that brilliant shot of I think the last six or seven where it was a generational thing,
2: yep. yeah, that was really nice, which was
0: beautiful. And you had uh, and and, and you, could, you could see different generations of wrestling in there, it was so well put together, yeah. yeah. But up until that point, I think a
2: lot of people were. There's not been loads of surprises, and it's just another Royal romp. But there but was, was then was that loads of good stuff, though. That's of the thing that annoys was. me. The, I love the Heath Slater stuff. Just everyone just kicking him on the way down, yeah. repeatedly. I loved that they'd cleared the ring just for Elias to yeah. do a little song. Like they, they'd made that story work. That everyone's wiped out, yeah. and then it hits one, and it's Elias. It's like things like that were beautifully done. Yeah, it's. Um, I think it's the last. It, it's, there's been
0: some rumbles where you get down to the last four, and then it's pretty, it's done pretty quick. Yeah. With this, it felt they down to the last six, and it felt like it went on for another twenty yeah. minutes, nice. <laughs> um, which, which I really liked because they were actually telling, they were telling stories, and people, you could hear people going, "Oh no, I hope this person doesn't get eliminated." It was really powerful. Yeah. It was really cool. The,
2: the, the one annoyance I had was again the thinking through of logic of any of it. As as we mentioned, was the fact that someone like Seth R- Rollins is in there. When he's got another match to come that night, that mm. isn't as important, and it's that thought of w- thinking it through logically. He can't can't win it because what you can't win he's the achieved, rumble yeah. and then go oh you've got and like you've just won you're holding the FA Cup and yeah. they say B- before you leave Wembley, S- Stephen Adria. So if you could just play them. <laughs> that would be we'd really appreciate that it's like, I've just won the FA Cup yeah but if you just play Stevenage quickly alright alright we'll do that then I guess I, I think there's <laughs> no logic in it you couldn't and it did it, have that. It, it, and we'll get to some air, but it, it affected the heat of, yeah. the next, of the next match and, yeah. and I think
0: as well if you want if you're watching it going who's going to be the big surprise who's going to who yeah. on the roster am I going to get to see I wasn't expecting to see and then you see three people that you know you're going to see again later on that it was the thing a little bit. the note I made there the was, was, it. was with a
2: question mark was Wasted slots. Yeah. And and it's exactly that. Like I feel they could have slung an NXT person in to get a pop, to get an ex, a, exciting moment, and not sh- Sheamus or Seth. Again, Seth was in there for a long time, so I guess they... The Sheamus one did, because did, did, he was listening yeah. for
0: a second. I it? It was a suspect time, yeah.
3: that the Raw tag match, tag title match, mm-hmm. was probably going to be on the pre-show. Right. So it would have made slightly more sense, those guys... Being right, the, being in the rumble, but for them having to can the cruiserweight title match from the pre-show, yeah.
0: and the US title final was meant to be on this show as well, and I think they moved that up to combat to get around the yeah. cruiserweight thing. And as
3: well, so. like you say about the NXT things, we know from what, you know what we've done bef- in uh, before, mm. they send the NXT guys home yeah. after takeover. They don't right. they don't stick around for the rumble, no,
0: because yeah. a lot of them are back at the PC on the Monday, so right. yeah. so yeah. the
3: Sunday is their travel day and day off,
0: yeah. Um, So, um, (laughs) Um, Jimmy Havoc tweeted last night, for fuck's sake, it's the first time I've really hated John Cena. Fuck you, (laughs) Cena. When he threw Finn Balor out with him being really good friends with with Finn. And (laughs) it just really popped me when I saw the tweet this morning. I was like, why does he? Oh, yeah, that's why. His mate could have won the Rumble. Yeah. I didn't think Nakamura would win. Balor was my pick to win it. My mm. pick to win the two were Balor and Asuka, which I tweeted before, so I have 50% success rate. Um, but um, I-, I thought it was Balor's time to win. Um, but I think him lasting as long as he did was great and did the job pretty much as well. Um, I think it was interesting what colour he was wearing.
3: It was sort, of, sort of a burgundy.
0: He was wearing uh, William Regal burgundy, as I like mm. to call it. Um, yeah. The colour that... Um, Daniel Bryan wore for years because he got given a pair of tights and a pair of boots by Regal. So. Yeah, and, and, that, well. and
3: that Pete Dunn wears. And that oh, Pete Dunn well.
0: wears for yeah. that same reason. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, just something I noticed. I was like, oh, burgundy. Um, also, the minute I saw him wearing burgundy, it made me realise Pete Dunn was probably not in the rumble. Because yeah. it's very rare you have people wearing lots of the same colour right. it when yeah. it's not black. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm sad Pete wasn't in it, but, um, I, like, I mean, he had a good day the day before, yeah, so it's fine, yeah, you know, um, and you can't you can't do everything, and that uh, was it that's the
2: tough thing with the rumble because part of the thing that's going to disappoint is the people you wanted to see, and you don't see Yeah. There's, you can't have everyone in it, I guess, and yeah, yeah, what was everyone's favorite elimination during the rumble um, i i I, I like the one you mentioned of, of of Sheamus, I thought that particularly as Heath had had that four or five people in a row just come down and kick him, and then. Him in and throws yeah, him
0: out for those. I thought um, uh, Rollins getting rid of Cesaro was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It was Xavier back. Woods one, which where he went over the corner was right.
2: pretty cool. The th- or, or, or when they when they got Kofi back and in, threw again, back, it's in. always good. But he went so high, I was like, "So how did how did that just happen?" Xavier, he literally just flew. Yeah.
0: Xavier Woods tweeted about that, saying that it, when he was at college, he, he played football for a bit, and then he quit and became a cheerleader. Brilliant, yeah. And that's where they sport, got that yeah. from is from throwing him up in the air. I love the fact that, that. that he sacrificed himself and put his, put his so his friend could put his foot on him. Yeah. And uh, and then the the whole the plate of pancakes. Was so yeah. Stupid, but so funny. I
2: loved all of um, that. It's it's good because it teased that we're not going to get a crazy Xavier Woods moment. We're going to get a funny one now yeah. that he's stepping on his mates and pancakes. And then they did that as like, oh no, we're getting the crazy athleticism part as well. And yeah. that was yeah. Um, I'd like to throw this out. There. You know that they, they they need a commissioner for two o
0: five live, yeah. which they've all been all the wrestlers have been tweeting about going. It should be this person. It should be this yeah. person. Rey Mysterio.
2: Yeah, I've seen. Make Rey Mysterio
0: that. the two o five live commissioner. The arguably the greatest wrestler of that weight class mm-hmm. of a generation. No, no, I'm not even gonna say arguably. Definitely the greatest wrestler of that weight class of a generation. It would
3: definitely bring interest to it, wouldn't it? I'm not yeah. sure you necessarily want your, the commissioner of a, a wrestling show to be the biggest star on it.
0: I think, but 205's like obviously what they they tried to do with with, with Enzo before they, they rightfully canned him was, um, was was they they put him on there because he was. He was a big. He wasn't necessarily the best wrestler, but he was a big personality, yeah. and the show was then built around him for that reason. Yeah. I think there's nothing wrong when, because especially because of the, the odd way in that it's filmed, and it's filmed after SmackDown. Mm. Um, so if you go to a SmackDown, if you go to a SmackDown TV taping, well, it's now live, isn't it? But so they they you have normally have a dark match, then you have SmackDown for two hours, mm-hmm. then you have an hour, nearly an hour ish of uh, of two o five live, and then you have a dark main event. To ensure that the crowds if you took kids and kids don't necessarily know no grand metallic yeah, 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 and yeah. I get that it's fine Like I love to have 5 but I get that people don't necessarily yeah, know sure. um, but I mean, normally you get a dark main event of someone who's perhaps not wrestled on so on, on the main show and is a big star so someone like Randy Orton or whatever uh, and everyone sticks around and those matches are normally pretty good fun mm-hmm. um, but I think having the having star power on it is is a good thing
3: um, oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm not disputing that.
0: Yeah, just but I, I, I totally get it. it. Makes it a weird dynamic. But, but if,
3: if if Ray can go, why yeah. isn't no one just put him on the show?
0: Yeah, oh, Ray's the oh. cruiserweight champion. Now it's vacant.
2: Oh, oh that's what I was going to say. Was, was oh, the only reason, reason I thought against that was the, what good shape Ray was in. If Ray's got in that good shape, why would he then just go and be a commissioner in a Do you know what I mean? Why if he's if he's good to go, then let Ray go.
0: And also, I think if you yes. are on the two hundred five, and this is from speaking to Jack, their schedule's not as nuts because they've only just right. started doing live shows. Correct. They do raw. They do raw and SmackDown. Yes, mm-hmm. and the pay per view. But
3: they don't do. There's usually only two or three of them on a house show yeah. tour. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. maybe sorry, live event yeah. tour.
0: Maybe that could be. Maybe that could be a thing because I know that whilst Ray looks in amazing shape, he is injury prone. I mean, he's not full on he's not the Darren Anderton of professional wrestling um, I called someone that yesterday I you him. did might have been Lycos yeah. um, <laughs> but um, but yeah I, I think I think, it, I think it was Lycos yeah I yeah. think um, I think him with a limited schedule mm-hmm. and being because lo- people forget you wrestle on the indies you often you often have to like we were talking about before with injuries you often have to pretty much kill yourself to get noticed Yeah. you can wrestle a more restrictive style in WWE and still get away with it a great example of this I, I would use is, is from a, a house show I went to last year and watching Randy Orton wrestle a 20 minute match where I think he took about one bump mm. and the kids there went nuts for him Yeah, like, yeah. and grown ups like he just, everything he did was brilliant and was, was sports entertainment but it was brilliant and you know he, he, he ain't limping mm. you know what I mean so you've got to think about it like that
3: he does hear voices in his head though he does, he does.
0: though I mean that is a problem um uh, anything else from the rumble match itself? Just, just,
2: just that as as everyone was in jubilation of Nakamura getting the win, that mm. again, is rare. It's we've not had a crowd favorite win in a while, or a or, or rumble win that everyone's happy with yeah. in a while. Yeah, it's yeah. been a while, isn't it? So that was kind of nice. But as everyone was excited about that, I was excitedly preparing a tweet saying that my sources have said that that Kane is going to win. So at Mania, um, Nakamura and. Kane can fight over who gets to have the nice red leather championship belt to match their <laughs> outfits so um, it would look nice on either of them it suits them it, yeah. I when he
0: when uh, Renee was in the ring I was like this is unusual." I don't normally interview the winner of the Rumble but I suppose he's got to choose and then I, but then my brain went oh he's going to choose AJ oh my god this is going to be the best um, if you've never seen the uh, match between AJ Styles and Nakamura from uh, Wrestle Kingdom two years ago mm. One, two or three years ago, whatever it was. Um, it's the fist bump one. Uh, is yeah. a wonderful, wonderful match. Yeah. And the match that sold me on AJ Styles, who I wasn't that fussed about before, that's the match that sold me on him.
3: Yeah. Is uh, there a SmackDown pay-per-view between now and yes. WrestleMania? lane. So, obviously, AJ will not be defending on that?
0: Presumably not. Okay. Um, but... Um, but Nakamura and AJ Styles is going to be tremendous.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it will. I just I did wonder maybe if it's slightly given or whether they'd sacrificed mm. that element of of the next two months mm. so they can announce that match essentially. Is,
0: is Elimination Chamber Raw or Smack? I can't Raw. That's raw, raw. 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 So yeah, so it's it's fascinating. Um, but yeah, I think it's fine. They'll, they'll, they'll get away with it. Um, so. Uh, Uh, next up we had um, the tag match that bless them yeah they were never going to do great crowd wise out of this because people also people forget even if this was the best match in the world people have just been sat in one place for an hour and 15
2: minutes watching a rumble match and
3: they need to go to the loo yes
2: genuinely what I liked about the rumble was this match was it was perfectly good they told a good little story I enjoyed the element of, of of Jordan and never getting involved but they, it was to give people a recovery from a, a rumble you yeah. ge, you've only ever seen a rumble and then either got a championship match next like yeah. the main belt or you're going home Yeah, you generally end on the rumble and yeah, yeah. I thought so, it was good I thought it was cool yeah uh, and, and so Sheamus and Cesaro
0: regained the Royal Tag Team titles beating Jason Jordan and uh, I think he said Henry Rollins that would be a fucking <laughs> great match um, bring, bring him in, in storyline yeah. dad Virtually a handicap match. <laughs> um, virtually a handicap match. Yeah, uh, with
2: with uh, someone who's just gone h- half an hour in the rumble as well. Yeah,
0: the um, uh, crowd was pretty dead for it, which is a tough spot for everybody. I and mean, you no one can uh, really blame anyone for it. Um, but um, I think the thing we really need to talk about in this match is um, Seth Rollins's tights. Yeah, um, where he, I mean, he looked like a creator wrestler. Yeah, like, like it's the sort of types I would like have a, given myself when I was when I was 18 playing video games he it, it looked like a, a wallet <laughs> I had when I was 16 <laughs> tremendous there was guy. many meme, there was many memes about what he looked like you know maybe he was channeling the spirit of the, the late great Bam Bam Bigelow who yeah. wore, wore similar stuff yeah. um, but it was a very I don't know his, his, his music now shouts burn it down um she's brilliant I um, love like it every time that starts also it stops that big pause that yeah. used to really freak me out someone who
3: presses buttons for music at wrestling shows yeah. every time it sounds like something's gone wrong yeah. the
0: only uh, outside of Pastor's injury yesterday the only time I gave John a look of concern was um, during whatever file you're using for Zack Sabre Jr's music where it goes slightly quieter
3: so I was going to tell you but I'm going tell you on the podcast now okay. um, we've got no secrets mate so this was one I actually bought the track off, um, off of iTunes, mm-hmm. and that is how the song is. Oh, is it? It's the, just the bass guitar starts really loud, and then in the mix it goes down. Oh,
0: it's quite strange. Isn't it? What's the, Who's the song by? Because it's very good.
3: It's, it's called uh, "Mother" by the band called Idols, nice. as in I D L E S. Right, really good.
0: good. Um, it is possibly not if you vote by a blue persuasion in this country. <laughs> Definitely. True. But city. that's
3: that's the deal with that track. It's yeah. just the bass for the first half a second is too loud. Yeah. And it gets changed in the minutes and then we just gone, no, we can't be bothered to change it.
0: Fine. Pretty much how I'll put this podcast together. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um although we think we got the sound levels right for this one this time. Someone's gonna tell me it's quiet. And um, I haven't coughed all the way through it. Yeah, which is a bonus. I am eating
3: my lunch into the microphone now. So. Yeah.
0: Um so yeah, Rollins tights. They were what they were. Yeah.
3: Um Wow, that was a withering. <laughs>
0: <That really laughs> I love Seth Rollins. I love the fact he's I been really allowed to do Seth the uh, the curb stomp again in what yep. seems like a safer fashion than he used to do it. Yep. Um, not that he did it dangerously. It's just a dangerous move to do. Yeah. Um. Uh, you pointed to something before. On your th- I'm getting no. no Finish him. Why mouthful. would you do this? Because you're <laughs> unprofessional enough to eat a fucking cereal bar during a protest.
2: Three hours sleep. Me too.
3: Did you get up at 7.30 to unload a van? No, I didn't do that. Shut up, then. Yeah. <laughs> I was out
0: I was out stealing cars, as discussed by my GCSE car driver. because I'm earlier. Because 7.30 <laughs> is the best time to steal cars. It is.
3: Because <laughs> not only can you get the car, it also really annoys commuters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um,
0: Just if you listen to this now, and you, I'll let John finish his mouthful. Just if you listen to this now, um, and you live in the... I used to live in the countryside. I still do live in the countryside but now in North Wales, but I don't have a job anymore. Yeah. Um, because um, this is barely a job, let's be honest. Um, then, But when I used to live in the countryside in Leicestershire, I used to have to drive to work. Um, so I used to work at Next Head Office. Mm-hmm. Um, and every morning, I have to drive down the A47 through the countryside to get to work. Um, can anyone explain to me why farmers who own tractors choose rush hour to be the point where they decide to fucking move a tractor 40 metres on a main road? Can you explain that to me? Because if you are a farmer listening to this... on if you're a farmer listening to this on I'm, a tractor, tweet I know me. the reason. Do you know the reason?
2: Yeah. What? It's a legitimate reason. Why is it? Bants.
3: <laughs> 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 Fucking legend. Legend. <laughs> um the thing that I pointed out on my piece of paper mm. is that I was watching the Rumble with uh, progress commentator and podcaster Callum Leslie, mm-hmm. who looks things up on the internet yeah. whilst watching I only wrestling.
0: One testicle now after Pete Dunne kicked the other. Correct. Yes, movie.
3: and a bruised rib um, from falling on it after being kicked in his testicle by Pete Dunne. Hmm. Um, uh, Jason Jordan is hurt.
0: Ah, so he's legit. He's legit hurt. So, um, so that was because I mean the fact that he just sat on the ring steps and stuff like that, I yeah. think is. I, I did suspect he, he was only in, it, he
3: yeah. only tagged in for like what two seconds, yeah. three seconds, and then he didn't
0: engage at all. And that's I, how is he? He's not actually because con- obviously they used the concussion angle in that. No, no, concussion concussion, not, yeah. he's not. Concussion he's not because sort of, I don't think they'd let him walk out. Some
3: out other injury. Yeah, 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 fair enough.
2: Yeah, I thought that was, but I, I liked that as a bit of, of storytelling. Again, I think that's it's, it, it's looking at it as my 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 thing if I enjoyed the Rumble more than Takeover. It's because I was I, I needed a pretty non-eventful match here because we've just do you know what I mean in, yeah. in, in the actual scheme of it, it, you it's couldn't have had anything great here it worked yes, so like, a, like a yeah, yeah. match yes
3: because um, I've written down here I wrote I've just scribbled notes as I'm watching why was it on the show if Jason Jordan is legit hurt mm-hmm. and the other three in the rumble match firstly is my point from earlier that I think that match was probably meant to go into pre-show yeah. and when they they had to move it and also when you do move it do you go well It's it's not going to be that interesting because we've seen three of them already. Yeah, and Jordan's hurt. And then you go, oh, actually no. People are going to need twenty, need to 20 minutes to go and like go it. and have a wee yeah. Go and get a beer. Go and buy some merch. Yeah,
0: you need a buffer.
3: You need a buffer, and it's not Michael. You feel a bit. You feel a little bit sorry for the guys in the match, but mm-hmm. they would have known exactly what the score is before mm-hmm. going out for that mm-hmm. match, and would have. And they, they were doing their best to get reactions, yeah. but they would have known not to kill themselves for it.
0: Yeah. I think it was in the Royal Rumble match it just reminded me now. She, uh, Cesaro did a diving European uppercut that looked like it killed someone. Yep. Yeah.
3: Low angle diving oh, I, European. I, I, I love unfortunately it so it was much. the hard cam was showing it so you couldn't actually see who it was who took it. I, I,
0: every <laughs> now and again like, I I I'm I mean I'm not famous as fuck like you but I'm, I'm 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 getting there. And and every now and again someone uh famous will follow me on Twitter and I'll, I'll probably pop for it which really makes me happy. Yeah. Um Uh, Cesaro doesn't follow me on Twitter because he only follows about 100 people but I have met him and I have had conversations with him and he's a really lovely guy who loves all forms of sport Um, but I tweeted the other week that um, uh, my, my son's kayfabe name of Claudio um, and obviously he's, he's partly named after Claudio Ranieri but he's also named, named after Cesaro's indie name Claudio Castagnoli which I think is a great name and he's one of my favourite wrestlers and I, I, I mentioned that he was named after him uh, and uh, he favourite, it and I properly yeah. popped for it I, yeah. I, I very rare I've popped for getting a tweet favourited anymore yeah. I was like oh yeah I love Cesaro great um you check who favourites your tweet. No, because he's you get
2: um, a notification if you if, follow them. If, yeah, because if you're verified.
0: Oh, it's a verified thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You get a you get a notification if someone else verified favourites or retweets. See,
3: them. I'm not verified because I'm not famous as fuck.
0: Yeah, yeah I'm not famous as fuck. I may be famous as famous as shit. What's the less? <laughs> less famous as piss. No, I'm not. Shit's quite a big swear word. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did rank my it's, swear words the other day yeah. uh, on Twitter. I'm, I'm maybe famous as piss. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not famous as fuck like Pip. Nah. Like I can't just sit where I want at a UFC show. Do you know what I mean? But I'm you know I I've got a blue tick. That's about it. <laughs> famous as tick. It's not a swear word. Um next up we had the three way uh, <laughs> this,
2: this is just a weird this is a weird odd illustration of of, of 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 the of the levels of fame now. But I was at a Bellator event. Yeah. I've not done a Tuesday night draw since. And I was sitting in the famous as fuck seat. So yeah, I'm right, I'm I'm up the front, I'm enjoying it. Was there Andy?
0: Andy Shepherd, who is the ring announcer for WWE UK, does he does he does all Yes, he, he does. Yeah, he's a lovely lad. He's he a really does. nice
2: guy. And um, I'm enjoying it. And then I got a text because a mate of mine was there, a, a Mr. A Tom Hardy, yeah. And he said, "Do you want to come and sit with us?" And I said, "All right." And they literally me and my, my three mates who were in the famous as fuck section, they pulled up chairs to put next to the octagon. Just unfolded chairs to sit there. So that's real famous as fuck. Yeah, this that's like, proper famous. We're not even in the VIP section. They've just gone, oh, we'll get some chairs and put them practically in the cage for you. So well, you just sit and go, all right, this is good. Well, when
0: we did, so about a year ago, we were shown on telly, me and you, John, um, at the WWUK yes. championship thing, um, which I still think Glenn's angry about because he wasn't there. <laughs> <And> <laughs> the <costumes. laughs>
3: he's definitely angry about it I just he? whooped like an idiot so I, I'm angry for that reason I wish people would keep stop bringing it up
0: yeah so, so they, they said to us they went we'd like to show you on camera and we were like oh, oh, okay oh, that'd be cool sweet um, where, where, where do we go and they went oh we'll just like you don't watch the whole show <laughs> we'll just send you out we'll just put you out there Um, and they just put chairs down. They did the same thing. They just put chairs down, and they went, The camera's going to look at you, just clap and wave and smile, which I hate. I hate being photographed for the reason I'm going to keep a facial expression at one point, whereas he went full American on it. Just proper (laughs)
3: woo! Woo! Listener, my face now is the equivalent of the straight-mouthed, dead-eyed emoji.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You regret that, don't
3: you? I really do. Yeah, it's like... It's, like it's why, since then, I barely interact with anyone. <laughs> um,
0: it's still every now it's and again. why
2: since and prior to then, I barely <laughs> interact <that>. with <laughs> That was all of his energy. He'd
0: been reserving battery power for that one moment. <laughs> yeah. um,
3: but, 10% left. Oh, Emergency yeah. mode?
0: Because well, Rufus Hound said that to me yesterday. He went. He went... I thought it was weird, but I saw you, you and John on telly last year, and I was like, "Yeah, it yeah. was that was an odd day." Um, I love it. And uh, and cue people. Even now, I still get people going. Oh, I can't believe you're in a suit. Can't yeah. believe you're a suit. yeah, forty years old this year. Funny though that
3: no one questions that I do. Yeah.
0: I think people know that you're wearing a suit now. You're wearing a cummerbund.
3: Do yeah. not. I just wanted to say the word cummerbund.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but people would only
3: ever see me in combat trousers and a hoodie.
0: Well, and also as well, at any point where we have been required to wear a suit, you absolutely hate wearing a suit, whereas I really love wearing suits yeah, suit. I was
2: going to say I love wearing a suit. I me love- and
0: Glenn fucking wear suit, love
2: wearing suits. Yeah.
0: I hate. I,
3: I don't I don't like wearing them. I refuse to wear a tie.
0: Yeah. So I think you wore a tie. Were you wearing a tie? No. Nope. You weren't. No, I
3: absolutely refused. Whereas
0: I own I own five suits now. Uh, because, right, of the, because of the secret millions I've been paid, yeah. and I—I I,
3: Uncle Paul bought it for you. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I I'll, I'll just like wearing a suit. Like I'd, I'd wear them on stage, but I feel it would change my persona somewhat, yeah. so I can't really do it yet. Um. Anyway, <laughs> yet, yet,
3: persona p- change pl- planned imminently.
0: Well, well. So <laughs> I've
3: no, I've,
0: no. I've started being like. I still love doing stand-up, don't get me wrong, I do still love doing stand-up, but wrestling has become my main passion over the last, certainly over the last, we've been doing progress for six years, but certainly over the last three years, it's become much more.
3: Listener, this is what happened to me six years ago when yeah. I got out of comedy. Yeah, when John stopped being my agent. <laughs> um,
0: and and I I, I still, there's, I, I, do, I only now, comedy has afforded me the luxury of only being able to do gigs that I, I want to do, rather yeah. than gigs I have to do. Um, a little bit less at the minute because I've just paid my tax bill. So now I'm having to do gigs that I don't necessarily want to do all the time.
3: How do people book you, Jim? <laughs> uh, uh, uh,
0: Sally at redcomedy.co.uk. Um, so um, so I, I I will still work. She's
3: not as good as I was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Such a monster. Um, so I um, I'll still gig, but I've got this thing now we went to los angeles in 2010 where i i'd always been a really polite bloke and became a dickhead um, to audiences because i wasn't enjoying myself and now i've just started just trying to push the boundaries of not being polite on stage which uh, is a really rewarding thing so now if i did a joke the other day where people clapped and i made them clap me again like i was like that's fucking brilliant i am brilliant at this clap me again um so what's basically happened is i've become more of a dickhead um, uh, so that's my new persona in comedy is dickhead Jim um, <laughs> ignoring my own advice of not being a dick um, anyway three way for the <laughs> yes. universal Tan- title we had tangent I needed one um, uh, Brock Lesnar beats Kane who was always taking the pin uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and Braun I mean if, imagine if Braun had taken the pin off Kane imagine Yeah. going into WrestleMania imagine if that happened I, and again I'm not knocking Kane like Kane has been a constant of me watching wrestling for the last 20 odd years of my life. Um, he's a smashing bloke who works really hard and for a man of his age to still be doing the stuff that he's doing, fucking fair play sure. to him. He's in, he's
3: in this match though, in this programme mm. to pass the torch. Yeah, that's that's his Abs- role.
0: Absolutely, and and believably get Strowman across as a monster. Mm. Now I would say, based on how fucking over Strowman is again, for mainly for pushing things over Yeah. Um, that like, just the man coming out and just saying his own name and um, people go, yep, yeah, love him. Like it what I don't get is you know how the crowds turned on Roman Reigns and went oh he's being pushed and not he just being mm. pushed I don't like him now
2: well so Braun yeah Braun had had like 10 matches before he was and on it, telling and again to clarify it, not saying that in a negative no, way no it's completely worked I adore it yeah. <laughs> that's all it took it's, it's the same push it was bizarre that when he was in the Wyatt family and then when he went s- 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 singles career first I was like "It's just a big bloke I'm not into it and then in a two week spell Completely over. I've I've had the same recently with Heavy Machinery. I didn't mm. get them at all, and then promo and their their feud with um, Sabatelli and Moss in one of my f- favourite tag matches on on, mm. on NXT. Just completely over with me. But again, it's that it's finding that small thing that clicks and goes? There you go. That Sabatelli okay. and Moss thing, which is
0: based around them. Uh, so I think selling Sabatelli's. Uh, Maserati, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, it was a Street Profits one. It was a Street Profits one. This problem. one was was, um, was
2: the shorter one of, of, of Heavy Machinery. I was just going to move it. Yeah. Otis was just going to p- pick their car up and move it, and they came Perfect. out and caught him, and that's, what the fe- that's how the feud started, but yeah, anyway. Perfectly acceptable. Um, uh, the, left, op- it? Yeah.
0: the opening couple of minutes of this match uh, feature a lot of stuff you'll see again in slow motion. That would yeah. be... Uh, Braun Strowman, (laughs) kneeing. If you're going to hit someone hard, um, you're probably going to get a receipt. That's how wrestling works. If you accidentally stiff someone, they're going to hit you back. Normally, everyone apologises, everyone gets on with a match because if you hit someone hard, you probably should get it back. That's fine. If you're going to choose someone to do that to, maybe don't choose one of the most dangerous human beings on the planet. Um, You will shorten your life expectancy. And so... Braun and it could well be it might be that they stiffed each other it might well be that Braun and Lesnar get on so well I that they've yeah. actually just gone a bit like Walter and Timothy yesterday they've just gone ah hit me hard I'm not bothered yeah. like um, but Strowman knees Lesnar in the face yeah. he's horrible and then you just, a couple of minutes later Lesnar just punches him in the face
2: <laughs> the punch is the worst one because the knee at least there feels like there's some movement in yeah, it at least little bit the in, yeah. in yeah. the punch is just and it's really short as well and then just boom just, yeah, so yeah all brutal. the power just
0: mm. um, and, and, and the rest of the match was stiff as well like yeah. like Lesnar F5's Kane on the announce table with the monitors still in it which is yeah. fucking horrible sure. and um, again
2: both of the table of the, the commentator table bits there Took kind of a hit and then they mm-hmm. broke and for me that's a good thing. It's it's yeah. it's, it's, it's like a, a, a progress. The one the, the the hits that make me wince the most often are the ones that th- don't make a big sound. Yeah. Because it's like oh that really that 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 was a dull thud rather than a big well, slap. The Walter ones yesterday weren't the chops. It was when he was properly the, clubbing, the hammering on the, the chest.
0: chest. Jeez. And the chops at the end.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's so good oh but yeah, wait, on, even... on things like that on the table again it it looks at first as if something's gone wrong it's like no that's just made it show that this mm. isn't just a paper table uh, this is something they're going through and it's hitting hard and it's taking a bit to break I think
0: a match like this with all the table spots and all the plunder and stuff like that is perfect for something like Philadelphia as well where yeah, obviously they're course. raised on ECW yeah, and yeah, everything yeah. And it, 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 uh, I suppose the question now is because they've, they've kept Strowman and not the pin uh, do you think they're going to go with and he was
3: screaming at Lesnar yeah, do you yes, think we're going to go can't with you can't
0: beat me do you think we're going to go in Strow- Strowman and Lesnar uh, Mania
3: I've it's a long time to keep it bubbling isn't it I've got a
2: feeling that they are myself and uh, again it's okay, Lesnar's not on every show yeah, so. but before they moved or before we knew the order of events my early prediction before the show kicked off to Jim was Brock pins Kane and Braun goes into the rumble and wins and as is, I'm not finished with you yet m- moment uh, makes it his catchphrase and then you've got P- Rock and Braun but that didn't happen but it kind of did with the fact that he didn't lose and then it was him standing there going yeah. you can't beat me well, they clearly
3: well, one yeah. imagines if that's the, the going down Braun goes into the elimination chamber mm. yeah elimination chamber wins that mm-hmm. and yeah, then I can see that. that's the mania match then yeah. which is I mean it's
0: believable yeah, it? makes also, sense. in that match He's going to tip the entire elimination chamber over. Yeah. You reckon? Yeah, yeah. yeah. just going to lift it up, and just tip it over. With tip the
2: arena over. <laughs> it'll be the first. It'll be the, the the first WWE event where the seats have seat belts because because Braun is going to tip the arena I'd love over. Love him to just
0: do a promo going. Look, previously I've only. Been up for attempted murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to actually commit one murder a show. Yeah. <laughs> really, drew this. Still murder a wrestling fan, and there'd be wrestling fans going, "I'll do it." Yeah. <laughs> um, can I get a picture? <laughs> uh, so, um, and that was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I, I don't, I, I don't think anyone needs to take the title off Lesnar until the times right. Stromer's probably the the next biggest star that they can yeah. put it on. Yeah. Um, also, I, I think it's good they've not rushed into it. Like right. He's at the top of the card and he's getting a big old push, but he was in that great main event at SummerSlam, which was great fun that we saw. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, <coughs> I, like, I like the fact that he's, they're not just going, oh, he's a big lad have a title. Yeah. You know, yeah. by the time he does actually get round to, he's going to win the title at some point, in By the time
2: he gets round to winning the title, it's going to be a big fucking deal. Yeah. And they're making him chase it. Yeah. And, a monster chasing something is terrifying. Chasing another monster for yeah. it, <laughs> it's, it's great. It's just a, oh, what's
0: it's, that? it's Godzilla versus Mothra. Um, yeah. And then we had our main events. Yes, our main events was the Women's Rumble. Many surprises in the Women's Rumble. Um, loads of them, great. Uh, and, and also as well, um, you mentioned the thing about Stephanie trying to get across the history, but because they had so many people from from. They didn't have people from like, like when they it was divas. There were people who were great wrestlers or did great things to advance yeah. women's wrestling. Um, so whilst people might go, oh, "Kelly, Kelly wasn't it wasn't a great wrestler," yeah, but she still had a part to play in women's wrestling over yeah. the last couple of decades. Um, and Tori Wilson and people like that exactly the same I think it was really cool that people like Molly Holly were in it yep. um, and the little moment between Trish Stratus and, and Mickie James and Mickey that James was James great Brilliant. was fantastic Brilliant. Um, and it was that thing of in terms of match quality the opening half of this rumble was not at the level of the men's rumble which was solid all the way through in terms of actual yeah. wrestling quality what was interesting and Paul Robinson pointed this out was how smart all the women in this match were working because loads of them went under the bottom rope, had a rest, and it yeah. allowed the ma- action to be framed better as well. Because yeah. um, one would presume that if you're on the men's roster, there's loads of people who will have done multiple rumbles. Women's battle royals are just rare anyway. Yeah, yep. like A battle royals is a staple thing in men's wrestling. I don't think I've seen many women's battle royals in my time. Yeah.
3: So. True. Only you can answer <laughs> that. I haven't.
0: Uh, <laughs> that was a rhetorical question. question. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I think... Uh, I think they framed it better by having people... You nearly only always seem to have, like, at the most six people in the ring at any Mm -hmm. one time, which I think made it an easier watch. Um, But it also meant people were being smart. So someone like Sasha Banks, who was in there for ages, meant, you know, she could slide out, have a breather, come back in, get a few more spots in, which which I enjoyed. Um, I think Sasha looked great. I think Nia Jax looked fantastic in it um, as an absolute monster. Um, And I also think the final elimination... Um, of Asuka on Nikki Bella was, was really yes. cool. Yes. They did it on the apron Um, when there was genuine jeopardy. I was watching it yeah. going, maybe Nikki is going to win this. Yeah. And how, and that also felt to me because the Bellas, while still big stars, it does feel like they're being, they're the last generation now and the new mm-hmm. generation are Charlotte, Alexa, Asuka, etc. Sure. Um, But the little bump that, Asuka takes on the apron and then just kicks Nikki's leg out and then she goes down uh, big pop everyone was delighted. delight I think it's weird because if you looked at the people who were going into this outside of a massive surprise which we'll come to in a minute mm. you'd you thought Asuka was winning like I thought Asuka was Hope winning as well, yeah. yeah I
3: thought it was probably Asuka possibly Nijuks
0: mm.
2: I, I this I adore this match like, I can't say enough about it I thought I didn't even feel there was any slowness or, or lack of quality, and in, like in the style. I thought all of the storytelling was amazing. I love that they got to make Sasha the MVP, yeah, by staying in for ages and having really and but a win, who should be winning it. Um, and I thought, all and very the, much like Finn Balor, it's a boost. It's, yeah. a, it's a it's a boost for Sasha, who Completely. people have kind of
0: gone, yeah, we we, th- we thought she was great when she moved up, and now we're a yeah. little bit, and now just lifts her up again the
2: same thing it did with it completely Um, and just I thought all the surprise entrants put years and years of surprise entrants in the male rumble to shame Mm. as men are coming out in t-shirts to cover up their out of shape bodies yeah not be able to take a bump or do a move all of the women came out looking as in shape as they ever did every move they pulled off was like again there's normally someone of the older Mm. the surprise ones who will not quite get a move right everyone nailed their moves all the yeah. execution of everything was amazing from and it, it did it made it feel obviously it was already iconic and historic but it made it feel even more so because you got to see Trish square up square up with Sasha Banks mm. and you got to see things like that and it's like wow I didn't know I wanted to see all these matchups and, and yeah. even the little bits of comedy that were done like Vicky Guerrero coming out was really yes.
0: cool Not Like well, well,
3: the thing is like, when a match is an hour long you need yeah. a break Well, that it.
2: was one of the things I wondered as well was did it feel because again I love a, the rumble matches my favourite as we said yeah. but there's always a point in the rumble that they're filling a bit of time right. they're waiting yeah. to fill them for, these were 90 seconds rather than 2 minutes yeah. so I wonder if that helped it feel like there wasn't any of that yeah. but Naomi's Securing herself as the Kofi Kingston yeah, of the Rumbles was, was, was absolutely amazing. Was was wonderful. and Nailed it brill- I, uh, brilliantly, and,
3: and then getting back in and getting thrown and straight, getting out straight out again, out. just like Kofi did. Just yep.
2: like Kofi did. I was like, it's perfect. Yeah, um, I loved everything about it. Even, the, the, I I even had a little ch- chuckle at them trying to make any excitement or drama over C- C- Carmella entering to fight for the opportunity to fight for the belt. Went oh yeah, carrying the money in the bank in the down, the down with her anyway. Do you know something like, like, that didn't it, even occur got to that, me. Yesterday. She's got that in her hands. Yeah, <laughs> like, is she
0: going to get the but chance? This is something that we always think about, logic wise. If someone's got a title <laughs> shot for us, if we've got like Super Strong Star, for example, yeah. where someone, if
3: someone already has a title shot, they're not, they they don't need to go in the tournament.
2: Precisely. You know. But yeah, that was the maybe the oh, one bit you know I, I, hadn't, I, on
3: I hadn't even thought of that. Although I guess if she won a title shot, got pinned, cashed in immediately, yeah, and then won it maybe. yeah I'd lost again. That would even yeah. better.
2: Um, or, or she she won the rumble, then cashed in and had to fight herself in the main event of WrestleMania. <laughs> Just could have WrestleMania off. Essentially, was her prize would be she could have, potentially have WrestleMania off because um, she's champion and number one contender, and <laughs> gets idea. two
3: and gets two show bonuses.
0: Yeah. I love the idea of someone having WrestleMania off and their only WrestleMania appearance being via FaceTime.
2: Yeah. All right, guys. i you're having a good time.
0: Uh, I mean, I hate New Orleans is lovely, but I'm in the Bahamas. <laughs>
3: Um so really sorry, Andy Murray doing sports personality, yeah, really sorry, I can't be there because I'm in the Bahamas like I am every year. thanks for the award yeah <laughs> so.
0: um and then um so Asuka wins um the uh the two respective women's champions get in the ring with Asuka
2: which was a great moment which a great itself.
0: moment um luckily they didn't do what they did on um on the raw twenty five show which <laughs> is Charlotte wearing heels. Whilst whilst Alexa Bliss wasn't yeah. and appeared to be seventeen feet taller than I uh, yeah. this time round, uh, I believe Charlotte's wearing flats and Asuka's yeah. wearing uh, and uh, Alexa Bliss is wearing heels. To make it slightly uh, a slightly better uh, dynamic I could, I could in terms switch. of height. Um, they're both great champions. Asuka stands between them, and then um, and then Ronda Rousey comes out and yeah. uh, and I squealed in my little yeah. hotel room
3: and um, the arena goes nuts.
0: Yeah, and, and I was I was because I messaged you and went it's on last something big's going to happen and I, I might change my pick to win to Rousey instead of
2: I had Rousey as my pick and I wasn't saying it to people because I, I liked surprises but I'd seen that the photographer that she normally uses was yeah. at the rumble Yeah, so it's like well that's just small things like that it's like come on yeah, it's, it's clearly all the rumours and then things like that But now so so Rousey's nickname
0: all through her MMA career and apparently going to news, uh, to various reports today she's a full-time WWE employee she's yep. signed a multi-year full-time contract mm-hmm. full-time is interesting because Brock Lesnar is not on a full-time contract yep. which means I think she's and I think she's probably done with MMA now anyway completely,
2: completely. Um, but and she has legitimately always been a fan.
0: Well, she, she was wearing Roddy Piper's leather jacket when she came yeah. out his actual leather his jacket his actual yeah. leather jacket
2: um, with flown in by his family for yeah. specifically to give to her for that, and again she she cites Rowdy Roddy Piper as being responsible for her having an MMA career because mm-hmm. she was a fan of him and she mo- he motivated her to get into combat sports to. So it, it's like so Matt Riddle.
0: Everyone knows Matt Riddle's got a, a UFC background, mm. right? Matt Riddle was a backyard wrestler before he was he was doing MMA. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. doing he was doing martial arts when he was a yeah. kid, but he was also doing backyard wrestling. Yeah he has always wanted to be a wrestler and it's the reason that people like anyone who's got a and there's more and more people from MMA moving into wrestling because there's Tom Lawler as well isn't there now Yeah.
2: Um, and and obviously Shayna Baszler and, 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 and Tom Lawler at the Wayans used to always come dressed as a different yeah. uh, wrestler so there's great pictures of him at Wayans there's Hulk Hogan there's all sorts of, well, there's, right. everyone else is all professional he'd always come as a different wrestler so there's
0: Whilst you want you have people like Lesnar and CM Punk and and yeah. a load of the Japanese guys moving towards MMA, you've now got people going. Do you know what MMA really hurts. You can't do it forever. And once you've lost, once you've lost three or four times on the spin, your career's mm-hmm. on the downspin, isn't yeah. it? She, we cannot overstate how big a star she is. Like this is a massive, massive sign-in. When women's wrestling is already very, very positive, having this one extra person to really, really kick it into the, the next level is is a
2: huge thing um, you know like it's no exact like she's the Hulk Hogan of, yeah. of women's like she's responsible for it being where it is t- mm-hmm. today B- before Ronda Dana White had said we will categorically n- never have women fighting in the UFC mm-hmm. it's not something I'm interested in not not a fan it's got no future then Ronda happened mm-hmm. and she, she opened the doors to the women's division she headlined some of the biggest pay-per-views ever. She legitimised a lot of MMA because people had previously seen it as blokes beating the crap out of each other. Well, she's an Olympic medalist. So it was suddenly, oh, yeah. they're athletes, it's a sport. She's, she's a huge But, but huge also character. as well, I think the thing
0: that that when me and my wife used to watch it uh, when she was in UFC and she was on that, that great run yeah. Of, yeah. Of, of victories... Was the fact that she'd beat someone up and then, like coming out to the ring, fighter,
2: yeah, um,
0: yeah, and then as soon as the match had finished, she was just like, oh, "I've been. Just, I'm just
2: a normal woman again now." To be honest, it and depends on the opponent. Yeah, she, she did have a few that, because that's what I love about MMA yeah. in general. But Ronda was one that, with a few people, she wouldn't shake the round after. But yeah. that's the only thing that disappointed me was one of the things that made Ronda w- one of my favourites was her walkout was fury, her angry face, because I think she's a, b- a beautiful young lady you'd never see someone more scary when she's walking out terrifying. from a UFC fight. And that's why her coming out with a smile on her face and being kind of, mm. hey guys, I was like, oh, you should have come out hair tied back, looking like you can kill everyone in that ring. And and I know... But she that, doesn't need
3: to because she's not in the match though. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, I guess so, I guess so. But I thought just for, just for her first introduction, I would have, have liked her to be terrifying Ronda. But again, I guess from, that's right. That means you're holding off on that. You're from holding a, off on that reveal. From a
3: business and a marketing perspective, if she's going to be... One of, if not of the face of yeah. the women's yeah. division. You don't True. want your first impression of her to be angry, furious Ronda yeah. Rousey. Yeah.
0: The um, the rumours on the internet this morning is that the plan for her at WrestleMania is for not for her not to wrestle Asuka, which seems suggested because she shook Asuka's hand.
2: Yeah.
3: Mm.
0: Right, because Asuka didn't choose who she wanted. No, to no, I know. No. I'm um, sorry, Asuka didn't. Sh-
3: she didn't shake her hand.
0: Um, oh, yeah, but she went to shake yeah. her hand. So, yeah. um, so <laughs> I enjoyed the.
2: The, the vagueness of that, even yeah. just not to I enjoyed the vagueness of that because I thought, does that mean they're going to team up and yeah. fight Charlotte and this? Well, Bliss well or-
0: I know that it felt clunky with her pointing to the WrestleMania sign and stuff like that. But yeah. again, it's not an
2: environment she's used to yeah. yet, and she can't I, like- I didn't feel it. Felt- I saw tweets saying it felt clunky, and I was like. Oh, cool. it's Ronda Rousey. Yeah, in a uh, WWE that, ring that's pointing the thing that the WrestleMania. That's zone. the thing
0: going for me. I, outside of the technicality of which camera she's maybe looking at and stuff like that, I don't give a shit. It's Ronda no. fucking Rousey, yeah, yeah. right? Love um, I love it. Like, but um, the the rumors going around this morning are that her match at WrestleMania will not be against any of those three women in the ring. It will be her and a partner against Stephanie and Triple H, which has been ta- has been teased. That's what they teased ago. originally. Yeah, so. Um, would make sense and because Stephanie's I mean Stephanie is trained but not to the level of a lot of the other women's wrestlers it would mean it's a bit of protection for Ronda okay. as well that,
3: um, who do you think will partner her I
2: don't
0: know
3: um, I mean the, going back a couple of main years The Rock would make sense
2: yeah well oh, oh, that's that's uh, the rumour I'd seen was that they're i not even seen that, that, that rumour but oh shit yeah. son well that was the original
3: thing wasn't it was yeah. The Rock getting her out
2: and
0: that Triple be H being there
3: and no
0: Well, because I don't think Nakamura Styles will be the main event. No, I think Lesnar, whoever, will be the main event. It's hard because there's a lot. There's a lot of spinning plates. You know, we're not this from trying to book shows. Mm. Like, there's a lot of spinning plates in. You know, what the main event might actually be.
2: But I think there's there's so many options, and that's why I liked them keeping it vague in this moment. Because if Ronda can get up to speed. Charlotte and Rhonda could be the first women's match to headline to main event r- WrestleMania comfortably. I think if as that's well. her big introduction as well. There's <laughs> not kind of loads of up and down. I, I think, um,
0: yeah, I think it, it's if she picks it up as quick as someone like people forget, Riddle's still only been wrestling two in a bit. Yeah, yeah, like if you've already got the discipline of mar- a martial arts background and the discipline of an MMA career. And you can pick wrestling up quick, then. Yeah,
2: sky's a little bit. And again, for anyone, I saw a few people angry. Oh, it's disrespectful that she's getting. Especially number one, I thought it's beautiful that she wasn't in the rumble because mm-hmm. it meant that the women who deserve that historic moment got that historic moment. because yep. she's not a wrestler yet. She, it would have been that's harsh that's for it would have been harsh on. for her to come in and go. I get this. Well, look at what asuka has been doing mm-hmm. for years now, and look at what Sasha and all of these have been doing. Yeah. So I loved that. I loved that she wasn't actually in it, but still had that moment. And you can't doubt her fandom. She was known as Rowdy Rondy, R- 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 Ronda Rousey because yeah. of Rowdy Roddy Piper. She started the four horsewomen because yeah. of Flair. She she was doing this before there was any talk of being involved in wrestling because she loves wrestling that's yep. that's it so there's no there's no disrespect there at all and yeah, yeah. I thought that was all perfect I loved that I, a lot of people again rang like, oh we didn't get her in in, in in the match or whatever I was like no that's, that's a good thing because it would have been as much as I would have loved it as an MMA fan I would have also felt a bit It I felt it a bit unfair on Asuka on Banks on whoever else who's been who's got the women's division to where it is to then go this historic moment and the first winner is Rousey because headlines? Yeah.
3: So if that rumor is true, that explains why Stephanie McMahon was on commentary. Mm-hmm. That was the sole purpose of her being there was for the handshake between the two of yeah. them, and because of the thing from two or three many years ago, yeah. where she and Ronda had the interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, it also explains why you had the three women in the ring at the end of the Rumble: Asuka and Charlotte and Alexa. Yeah because to do it any other way would have given a very strong indication that it would have been Ronda against one of those two mm-hmm. champions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing you're trying to avoid. Mm-hmm. Equally, you don't have Ronda coming out and just walking out behind Asuka as she's celebrating on the stage, maybe, yeah. because then you're suggesting it's Rousey and yeah. Asuka. Oh.
0: You've got to give yourself options, because, you, again, you don't know how you, It's a long way away.
3: you know. Yeah, it's th- three months... No, it's 70 days. So, it's, yeah. it's, it's good to have two an months. idea...
0: But at the same time, you would never know. You never know how quick she's going to catch on, or if other people are going to get
2: hurt. Well, you, you've got. To, well, she might get hurt. Yeah, you've got to keep everything just spinning. And again, and it's good to have the headlines. So to to have that moment when you have got an event that had two good rumbles. Yep.
3: And also, you know, they've some good title matches. You know, we're finding this as promoters at the moment. We're seventy days away from sorry, we're seventy days away from WrestleMania, but we're doing our biggest show ever this year. Yeah, and you know, we're thinking of ways how how early can we announce things
0: because we've got more tickets. Because normally we don't have to because yeah. we sell it, yeah. We sell shows out. And also, so, we, you know, yeah,
3: we, we've got tickets to sell, and we want people to be you know excited for it yeah. more than two weeks ahead. Yeah, yeah. of the show. And,
0: and also, it's the, the marketing point of view. that's difficult for us is. I think we can safely say that we're not going to be doing what uh, what other people might do and go. Here are ten Americans. Yeah. <laughs> we're not doing that. No. Like no. I'll tell you right now, if you're expecting ten Americans, you ain't getting ten Americans. We we this is got, us. We're doing us. We've got we've got to Wembley because of the people who've worked hard for us every show for the last 100%. six years. So they're the people who need to be rewarded for it. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah, it's it's hard, isn't it? But it's kind of the fun of what we do. Although I don't really want to think about wrestling after for another two or three days, <laughs> it's been really an intense. Can I can have, have two, to, two three days of I Can have the rest of
3: the today off? Can I have the rest of today off yeah. while I'm? Driving no, no I'm over. saying I'm having the rest of today yeah, off before yeah. I start the edit of Sunday's show. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, I can't I'll wait for Raw tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I watch the thing Legit, is I'm, the amount of fallout, the amount of stuff that's gone on. It's exciting. The thing is like, I'll watch
0: I'll watch Raw tomorrow <laughs> with me with my little boy um, yeah. who uh, has now started diving off things, copying Brilliant. wrestlers, which is great. Don't try this at home. Yeah. Um, he, he also does not give a shit. Um, he doesn't understand the warning. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've I've tried to tell him, but apparently, seventeen months old don't listen. Um, but yeah, I'll watch it tomorrow because yeah. I'll say it now. But and also my entire four hour drive home I would do nothing but think about wrestling yeah because that's what we do
3: do you think we get a Sasha Banks and Bailey feud that's the one thing I wanted to mention about the the women's rumble that I haven't so far
2: that she eliminated yeah
3: and it came out of nowhere
0: yeah but also people are starting to boo Bailey as well though Mm. right which has been happening for the last six months so I don't know I don't know how you do that because Sasha's Sasha wasn't positioned to heel in that match but she still acted like a dick to people yeah Whereas Bailey still doesn't, so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, there's there's room because of how long Raw is and everything. There's room to have more than one women's feud on there, isn't there? So you know, it should be happening. It's
2: it's it. it blows my mind that again. This, in fact, that's the first two Rumbles in a row because there was two in one night that um you had fan favorite ending. Yeah, that your that fans are pleased. Blows my mind that people. St- Still find a reason to complain, but that's a rare one. Of the rumble to get that result that people aren't angry about a Nakamura winning, and Asuka. I mean, with Nakamura, with Nakamura and Asuka winning, you might say WWE is is the new Japan. <laughs> the, the new, <laughs> is the nude, is the new new Japan. New Japan pro, pro wrestling. Pro, <laughs> it's the new don't get it sorry um, <laughs> um,
0: so um, is this is this the first wrestling paper oh,
1: <laughs>
0: get out minus five stars um, is this the this final question is this the first pay-per-view where we've all come away from it with a little mix song stuck in our head
2: yeah what a tune right
0: <laughs> <laughs> what I don't understand um
3: <laughs>
0: it was uh the, the official theme tune for the Royal Rumble was a song by Little Mix featuring Stormzy. Yeah.
3: The in the heart of the rumble in the heart of the jungle thing. That song.
0: The one that it, they used the heat the of the jungle. jungle. The power, power is called. Uh yeah, I know mate. It's modern music in it. You uh you just listen to bleeps from Belgium. <laughs> <you
3: know? laughs> I really like him. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um oh, all right, Rosenberg. <laughs> Um,
0: right, plug some stuff. Briley, plug. Tings. Um,
3: should we do one of each of the two big UK shows?
0: Yeah, well, no, so you do all of them because then I think people have tuned out by the time I do my shit. So you do yours. Oh, I, I know that's
3: how booking meetings work. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> come on, I'm not going. Come on. <laughs> so, um, Progress Wrestling is the company that me and Jim and our Fordham brother, Glenn, uh, run uh, loosely. Um, we have shows every month in Camden at the Electric Ballroom, uh, and, and we go all around the country: Manchester, Sheffield, Birmingham. Midweek shows at the Dome in Tufnell Park. But the, the actual shows that we want to tell you, I just hit the hit the table. Don't have that picked up on the mic, but you know now. Um, we have three big UK shows this year, uh-huh. and one big one in America, or two technically. Two. So in the UK, we have uh, we do a tournament weekend every May. Which is a three-day event called Super Strong Star Sixteen. Sixteen of the world's best independent wrestlers fighting. Yeah, um, it's doing a, a fight. Doing a fight. It's at Alexandra Palace this year, um, which is big.
0: Yeah, because we well, because to explain, last year the entire weekend sold out at about seven minutes. So yeah. Loads of people want to come to it, and people come. People buy flights to come to it from overseas so we want to get as many people in as possible yeah
3: so we're at Alexandra Palace tickets for that are on sale you can still get weekend tickets from like tier 3 back there are yeah. 4 tiers 4 ticket levels yeah. so level 1 and level 2 are gone you can get weekend tickets from level 3 back and you can get single day tickets as well cool um, do you want to carry on or are you going to do the rest I feel uh, like I'm botching this slightly
2: it's nice I'll, I'll take like it. over
3: um, I'll tell
2: you what this is just just again just talking live Ali Pally, someone at Ali Pally for ages has been tr- trying to k- k- get me to do live podcasts in one of their rooms. So, if there's a small room there and you're doing the whole weekend, then we should have a look there into go. that, right? There is a small room. We should look into some post show yeah, shenanigans. Live should,
0: stuff. We, should we do that once we've stopped talking? Yeah, we'll talking. do that once we
2: stop
0: talking. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. um, um, <laughs> and I'll carry on. Okay. We do,
3: we're doing a big show in, in Manchester. First time we've done uh, a room that isn't the Ritz in Manchester. Uh, we're doing Victoria Warehouse on the 20th of May. That is about three times the size of the Ritz. Wow. And tickets for that go on pre-sale this Friday, 2nd of February, and open for general sale next Monday, the 5th of February. And then Wembley Arena.
0: Oh, yeah, that one. Um, Tiny.
3: 30th of September. Uh, people keep asking us, A, how many tickets we've sold. We're not going to tell you. And B, how big the venue is. It goes up to 10,000. We haven't set it up for 10,000. We're not fucking idiots. Exactly. Um,
0: <laughs> I mean, if we did that... I mean brilliant.
3: We have the we have the option to expect to expand it.
0: But we I mean we're not idiots, and we're not. No. That would be massive. That would be more than
2: WWE had there at their last show they did at the
0: Wembley yeah. Arena. So, so that's a lot.
3: Yeah. The
2: thing that's great about a Wembley for, for, for anyone who's in fear there is any setup they do for it it feels intimate and exciting. If if you've got 10,000 then it'll be full. If there's not 10,000 they close it off. I've, again I've seen a lot of mixed mm. martial arts there and I'm going to a Brazilian jiu-jitsu thing there and they they sh- sh- shut it off
3: beautifully so you don't lose the atmosphere yeah. in yeah. You'll get, the arena. You'll get, which can happen at sure. places if it's half empty or yeah. whatever. It, it'll be intimate if it needs to be or yeah. it'll be completely full. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, either way, it'll be banging yeah. and tickets are cheap.
0: Yeah, Tickets are cheap for a show at Wembley Arena. Yeah. We're not going to lie
3: because um, we're terrible capitalists.
0: Our accountants... Fucking hate us. Proper. Why don't you charge hundred and fifty quid to sit in your front row like PWG do? Because we don't want to. Okay, good. Yep, good discussion.
3: Um, <laughs> so that's happening. Uh, tickets for all of those at ProgressWrestling.com. dot com. And we are going to New Orleans on WrestleMania weekend, sixth yeah. and seventh of April. The shows are at twelve noon. Yeah. There is nothing else on. Come and see yeah. those yeah. shows Lunchtime and those. Wrestling. Exactly. And those show those tickets are at Ticketfly. Yeah,
0: and we've already announced that various people uh, will be on the shows. Yes, uh, you can see on our Twitter feed, which is this is underscore progress. There you go, you, John. Um, uh, uh, and yeah, watch all our shows as well. Demand progresscom Yeah, good, including uh, this last weekend show. Probably by next weekend with uh, best match I've ever seen.
3: End of tired plugging.
0: Yes, Pip plug your stuff
2: hello mate um, I, I don't normally have tons I, w- I, I want to plug but I've actually got a future podcast that I think will be really interesting to mm-hmm. everyone um, so this week I've got uh, Vicky McClure who's absolutely amazing one of the best actresses I've just started watching Line of Duty yeah it's amazing isn't yeah, it yeah I've, I've just really
3: done like- two, one and two because Apple, uh, on Apple I've introduced Apple uh, not, uh, what's it called TV app, yeah, 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 um, yeah, and you can get box sets from various different places, and it's really just like a gateway into iPlayer or whatever. Yeah, but we started watching Line of Duty; it's the best.
2: It's brilliant. I ignored it for ages, thinking, "Oh, it's a BBC drama, right? It's yeah, just exactly." A, a cop thing, well, but it's not like you've never been in a BBC yeah. drama, mate. Is it? <laughs> whatever. But the week after, I've got Florence Pugh on, who was in Lady Macbeth, which is amazing, and she's up for the BAFTA for Best Newcomer. But she also plays Paige in the upcoming fighting with my family. And we have an amazing discussion about that. And some of the stories she tells of how they shot certain scenes. And it blew my mind because loads of it, it's so wrestling Mm. that they have to ask favours. There's one particular huge scene they shot. The reason they could get it as good as they got it is because The Rock went out and said please. Please. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but it's literally it's, it's amazing as you think these big Hollywood films because again it's a huge film it's, uh, you think it's all going to be tons of money the situation they had was there were some wrestling fans somewhere that would have been perfect for this this moment and The Rock ran out and said guys <laughs> would you all mind sticking around and doing this bit of filming for us as a favour and uh, yeah there's just some cool little stories in that so yeah Sweet. that's that's one worth checking out and you get to hear me having to, to bite my tongue on being a massive wrestling nerd because obviously I'm not there to force my knowledge on people, and my guest doesn't know that I'm a massive wrestling nerd. So at points where she's saying, and what people don't know about wrestling is that it's really because 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 <laughs> that to go through full training camps everything yeah. is really cool. But she's telling me stuff about how it really hurts and all this kind of thing, and I'm like, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna turn this into a wrestling episode. I'm gonna let you tell your story because that's the important bit. But yeah, it's just some really good talk of. Of the favours they had to pull, and the fact that this young girl trained for three months to learn wrestling, and then she's had w- one match, mm. and it was a, a sold-out arena in front of thirty thousand people. It's pretty amazing, insane. Yeah, it's barely nuts. So <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's it's worth a look. So that's the week after next. But Sweet, check it out. Nice one. Uh,
0: Final books for oh, me. It's called the
2: Distraction
3: Pieces Podcast. Oh, yeah, that's so I should right,
2: mention yeah. that. Yeah. So just
0: I fucking. I do not know that.
3: that. I forgot to plug my own Twitter. Did you? Yeah. Brylo tweet. Don't tweet me.
0: Thanks. <laughs> um, just make it private, mate. Then No one can. Um, uh, um, so, uh, me, at Jim Smallman on Twitter. Use hashtag Tuesday Night Jaw if you want to talk uh, to me about anything that you've heard on this podcast or just about wrestling in general. Um, my website is com. If you go to com slash tnj, you can buy some t-shirts associated with this podcast and you can get all the
2: links and stuff like that for uh, how to download it. I've just put my hand up all politely because i just remembered yeah. that I'm in a wrestling film that's coming out. Oh shit, yeah, you called are. War, called War Like a Panther and that comes out on March 8th and I'm dead excited about it because the trailer has gone out and gone down really well so that's, yeah, With that's you, very exciting. Uh,
0: flapping a towel at someone's We're flapping a towel
2: at, 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 at Neil Fitzmaurice's genitals. Who's Dave another mate of mine. Yeah, Dave well. Johns in, 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 in the lead who's a mate of yours. Yeah. Um, it's mainly, the beautiful part is there's one, two, I think there's five or six people I've had on the podcast in this film hmm. so it feels like distraction piece of the movie but it's about when, wrestling because when Dave was first on your podcast yeah. he messaged me and went I met one of your mates today Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like my life's weird, weird now yeah, it? It? it's not oh, Weird, but yeah weird, that's like. exciting and it's out out, out March 8 so sweet
0: keep an eye out for that um, right everybody thanks for listening we we'll are back next week with something I don't know what but some craziness uh, and yeah cheers you guys rock ta